Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is to you. There's plenty of women out of the crowd. Well, I'm being told that average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Okay, lads, welcome to episode six. We're back again. Um, didn't think we'd make it this far. How are you? Good week? Oh, good, Jack. Can't complain now, Edo. I'm happy. Yeah, Ross, good week now. Happy enough. Christmas tree is up. Oh. Yeah, delighted now. How was that? Any any, row, r- any rows putting it up? No rows now. Shout out to Marie Sheridan there. She put a great tree together. Well done. Um, lovely hort- horticulture? No, that's flat. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, know. yeah. Um, an awful fog out there, lads. It's rolling down from, the, from the moors. Dense fog, yeah. Um, they've taken the roads in out in Marrow, I heard. <laughs> Definitely no. I was up in Killybegs today and it was uh, a treacherous journey. I could smell it off you, actually, when you come back. You smell like, oh, um, like a big packet of scampi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're behind the dancer again, lads. We need to get our social media men. On Bring them to task. Uh, yeah. Looking across the like desk. These voluntary lads aren't paying the, paying the way. No, they're not. And they're like the Dublin GA volunteers. They're just, <laughs> we're not up to it. Uh, but Mona came through on episode four last week, so we'll have to... It was a tight get, contest. Get some garments. It was two, different, garment two, two different people. It was either a, a pub snug or a... a oh, was your one, Yeah. It's I, I four, no. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. So episode sure, five. It's that long ago, I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, I can't. We're really yeah, behind. No. We might even do it this week and could just put out episode fives. Now we'll do one. We'll do right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one, so... Uh, lock of the week, Roscoe let us down badly. Badly, <laughs> again. Ross let us down badly. Two again. out of three. Yeah, yeah. sorry lads, uh, it was it was close, but obviously close doesn't pay the bills. So. <coughs> it looked like it was going to... It did look, Ireland had a horrendous true. first we, half performance. We got a bit of luck last Thursday night with Milan against Celtic, you know, that looked dead. It was a roller coaster match. Then Mio, Mio uh, coasted through in the fog. Um like, no, I don't know, I was going to do some Bigfoot analogy there, but I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't know what I was on about. What am I talking about? They came down from the moors. <laughs> they came down from the moors, yeah. Um, like the beast. I have a song in my head. Thanks, Aaron. Um, I don't want to get your the, the Eddie Cavani song. So yeah, I you were quite vocal about that at the weekend. You felt bashy, yeah. Shout out on Twitter, he said. 
guy from Manchester who's a bit of a lunatic, so he's an Eddie, Eddie Cavani song to the tune of Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by Abba. Because I was thinking of football chance during the week, maybe not, but Gino, who's supposed to come in. Yeah, that's that out. good. What's your Are you going to give us a blast to the Eddie Cavani song? No, I'll, I might pl- I'll play it. We'll listen to it now. Give it, give it, give it to Eddie Cavani. Just pass him the ball and watch him score all the goals. Give it, give it, give it to Eddie Cavani. Just pass him the ball and watch him score all the goals. What you think of that, lads? Absolute terrace uh, banger. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Gretchen. Good, good. He's caused a consternation on Twitter by <laughs> opposition fans thinking he's been serious. It's just one of those um, ones that just can't but get you giddy, like. No. Any favourite football chants? I know I'm putting you on the spot. A lot of expletives in the stuff. The best chance are the ones you probably can't say on the radio now. We're not on the radio, Ross. We've no boss. Go ahead. That's true. Uh, We're on the interweb, isn't it? Interweb, yeah. The interweb. What chance do I like? She's there put me on the spot. I know, yeah. There's a few, a few belters now. Uh, I enjoyed the Sean Connor one. <clears throat> what one's that? Do you want me to blast it out? Yeah, of course. Clearing my trailer. Well, it's your classic of who's that line on the camera. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we, won't, yeah. we won't blast it out. Well, there's some terrible ones. Like, obviously, the Adebayor one is, is not one for the, for the years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I won't go there. No, uh, I won't. Yeah. No, there's a fucking few classics out there. Uh, when a Gallo signed for United, they go on about uh, catching COVID and stuff. Because he came from Shanghai. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so, we'll go straight to the correspondence, lads. Um, what have we got this week? Um... Right, this came in actually two weeks, or last week, just for finishing up. So it's a question about local characters, lads. Who is your favourite Ford brother, Martin or Eric? I'm going to nail my flag to the mast, colours to the mast, colours to the flag straight away here and put myself firmly in the Eric camp. Right, I'm going to go with the poet that does know it, Martin. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely be Martin. There's a lot more visible presence around the town as well, isn't there? You could see oh, him. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what that. I always seem to see him. You'd see him, but but any new uh, college student or anyone comes into town, <laughs> Eric's on and pouncing him straight away. You see him. You, you can't think, fault him for your commitment no. to the town values. To he sure. still thinks I'm in the army and he thinks my name is Kieran. <laughs> but he saws me every day. <laughs> I met him uh, I met him just before McHugh's wedding. We were getting her, I know we were getting her suits fitted and I was walking over. And, like I tried to lose a bit of weight for the wedding and Eric Ford said to me, geez, you look awful fat from a side of weight. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute confidence oh, booster. Oh right? man. I was absolutely <laughs> devastated. Just jump out in front of this car. Yeah, I think to the boys in ages to get. I was getting. We we're getting fitted with a suit. And they're like, oh no, man! Don't listen to him. I was like, don't listen to him. So you got the put down there. Um, but yeah, I'm so Martin is your answer there, lads. Two one. So, um, um, Stephen Hone asked your favorite or most ridiculous piece of facial hair you've seen, um, on a Sligo Sporting Field since November's just been over. What What are you going for? Yeah, I'm going to go with. It's actually our, our sound engineer here, Aaron Tansy. Uh, he's actually quite well shave, shaven at the moment. What's he uh, shaving? <laughs> compared to what he's usually like. <laughs> he looks like he's just spent 25 days in the outback. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was nicknamed uh, Castro Geo Tansy before. Due <laughs> 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 to a, a bear-like um, mane coming down there. And, uh, Geotanzi. Castro Geo Tansy, yeah. Geo Tano would have been the... No. Yeah, well, so, uh, Giovanni was in Castro Giovanni. That was his real name. Yeah, Castro yeah. Giovanni. Yeah, Castro yeah. Tanzi. He was a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Vegas and got uh, stood down for a few weeks oh, before. Yeah, yeah. That's correct. Yes. Uh, the Dennis Rodman esque nearly. But anyways, back to Tano's uh, mount of facial hair. Uh, it just jumps out a little bit now when when Tansy plays rugby. He gets a bit sweaty and uh, 
the beard gets a bit sweaty, and I think for having had the scrummage against him in training now, it's 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 very off putting. And just for fellas to come onto the pitch, I think it's it's he's destroyed many person. Just that tickle of the facial hair. Right, it's a tactical tansy. Oh, yeah. Unintentionally, oh, right. yeah, very, yeah, very, very, very off putting though. That's your first thing now. The big wet carpet on the face now. So you wouldn't even be thinking about anything else. It's survival mode. How could you? How could you? So, so, so tell his face gets the dimension for me. For you, Marty? Uh, oh, that's a tough question. Yeah, I don't know even where to begin. I'm not going to call it a ridiculous piece of facial hair, but it's an iconic piece of facial hair. <laughs> yeah. The famous referee and Glenview Stars legend. Uh, he'll probably get brought up again later. He will. With Gino, think, yeah. Yeah, you can guess him. Yeah, I've got it. Philip <coughs> McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. Great mustache. Lovely tash. Great mustache. So if you're going Philip, I'll go for his um, his young protege <laughs> playing for the Sligo Leitrim League, uh, Gary Finan. Finding off and has a nice tash on him as well. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been called Philip McLaughlin a few times actually. So that's a good question there. Facial hair. Um, last one for this. A load of, a good few questions have come in for Gino anyways. So they'll be in the, the Gino Mania special bit later on. Special correspondence. Um, best or favourite foreign import that has come into the town sporting wise? Uh, doesn't have to be, I suppose. Doesn't have to be mean the best player. Like Joey yeah. and Doe, you'd say, would be the best player. But who's just your favourite? Well, you've taken my answer. Oh, am I? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said Julian Doe in the second episode or something. Yeah, okay. I'll move. Uh, so the best... Fa- Ross, what are you first? I'll just have we think about that now. <laughs> uh, I would say best imports is probably a pretty easy one now. And I'm not just licking his balls because he's our head coach, but uh, Paddy Pearson came over here as a player. If your boss, what are you... Yeah, like, oh, all right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, go, so yeah. Might, might get an extension on the, on the contract, yeah. I still have that jacket, actually. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, he's looking for that jacket, actually, yeah. Um, but no, Paddy, he came over here as a player, um, did it all on the pitch, captain to Junior Cuff, uh, stayed here, quite entrenched, Sligo man, married to the lovely Vivian Hannon. You're very good at giving out shouts to lovely women. It's too early tonight, you had Rianne last week. And happy wife, happy life, mate, yeah, you know. Very good. That's It's small things. Um, um, but anyways, yeah. out in Cormac Lads there, wedding. Yeah, yeah. Great so, day. obviously still here, coaching, has had a massive, massive uh, footprint on all the young players coming through. Um, so he's still here, still contributing. So I think easily Paddy is their best import. Very good. Um, I probably wouldn't call this guy now the best import, but yeah. he was a real character. Yeah, well, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Falcon Rose. Ah, the what Falk. a player. Yeah. Well, I like. I still where'd he go? Him. Yeah, he just went home. Went he's best South Africa. Africa. He's best I seen. Yeah, he is, the, and I think he's got eulogised in the time yeah. sense because uh, there was that famous game where he scored the hat trick. Hat trick. Yeah. I think that was up in Derry. So I think nobody's seen it. Well, maybe. 50 or 100 Rovers fans might have seen him at the time. And then he scored a goal in the league game, I think, in the first he league game. He scored at home. He scored somewhere different. He scored at home, home yeah. Well. I remember it too. Um, Falcon, really lovely tash too, actually. Yeah. Uh, actually <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, he was he was quality. What, six, seven games? Yeah, six, seven games. He's gone He's gone home by November, I'd say. He was lethal. Yeah. I remember, maybe it wasn't a preseason, maybe it was very, when the league would have started in August. It was definitely a warm day in the showgrounds. He was, yeah. he'd, lo- he'd a wee... If the ball's played in defeat, we flick around the defender, defender backing into him around the corner. He was quality. He was a great. He was a great. Until November. Uh, Do you remember the time? Make a chant. Make a song about that. <laughs> going a bit off track. Were you at the game in the showgrounds when the three Nigerian lads played? No. Jeez, I don't know. They were three nights. So an agent brought them. No, no. These fellas were. They were the three best players that might have ever played in the showgrounds. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I don't know if the agent. He wasn't a very good agent. I don't know what he was doing bringing them to Sligo. But uh, he wanted. I think this would have been about 2001. And probably Rovers were. Maybe it was 2000, 2001. Rovers would have been in the first division. But the three lads played a friendly exceptional. We beat someone 5 0. They were unbelievable. But they went into the board looking for five and a half thousand each ah. a week. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, so, know, didn't know where to work. That was that. Boys <laughs> were gone. Brilliant. Um, I go stick with Rovers. Uh, 
with our big man, Jacko. Jungle Panther, Nicky Brujo. Great addition to the town. Uh, more so all off the pitch and early. Uh, <laughs> was Rover's token subkeeper for a long time, maybe. But when he came in, he'd done his job. But, uh, yeah, Nicky was a good goalkeeper. Nicky was, oh, he was, 100%. He, he played centre forward then for us at the point in a later life. He, when I yeah. started my junior soccer career, yeah, when I was 16, Nicky Jeez. was leading the line for. Um, set up the Super Reds. Yeah, set up Jacko. Jacko. They brought a lot to the town. Um, if you're on the bureau, Nicky, he also has a guitar in the boot of his car. Great singer. And a few instruments. And his his version of Jack and Diane is her bet. Um, so, yeah, Bruce was my favourite. He's a good character. And great addition. Uh, good questions again. Um, so, Roscoe, we had a coffee last week with a man. A lot of people were asking about him. Yes. Uh, Mr. William Rogers, we call out to him. Just well, to check in. Yeah, from social distancing measures, of course. But yes, it's good to check course. in on the elderly. And... Um, it was it was great to see him. His voice just cheers you up, doesn't it? It does. He's a lovely, lovely way. Always about something him, really. wrong with him, though. He's always getting himself in sticky situations, yeah. <laughs> and someone's always grinding his gears in a way. He's very inquisitive, though, as well, yeah. and looking to help out. A people. good advocate for youth sport, though. Let it be said. Yeah, he's a few. His sons now we're looking to play a bit of ball, as we said a few weeks ago. Um, he's on his own. He's on his own house at the minute, though. So yes. we called out and. He's very organised for a man of his age. Um, he wanted help. He had a bit of trouble. With a few lads, a gang of lads, uh, not to be mistaken with the gang of lads from Port Tomna, no. but a different gang of lads yeah. called back and Willie had to make a call just to let people be alert. That's just the it. kind of man he is. Yeah. And he likes to keep his correspondence all recorded, so he recorded Very the phone Very good with his phone, to be fair to him. So just a warning to everyone, we'll let you listen in here to this bit with Willie Rogers. Keeping everyone aware of a scam that seems to be going around, the Drummishkabol area. Hello, how are you doing? How are things? How can I help you? I tell you, I, I just wanted to ring you uh, and make you aware. Uh, I, I, my name, Willie Rogers is my name. I well, how are things? I, I, you know, I'm not so bad. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm a little bit shaken up at the minute. Um, What's wrong with you? Um, I tell you what it is. I, I, I had a, a gang of lads called to the house this morning, you know. And uh, yeah. they were telling me that they were there to put in the water meter, you know. Yeah. So I says, okay, uh, you have to do your job, and I let them at it. Bitch, yeah. I went out in the morning 25 minutes later, and they were within the shed taking stuff out of it and putting it into the Jeez. van. Second hell. But it turned out then that they're, they're right, uh, travellers, chippos. Yeah. I, where are you living with them? I'm uh, the far side of Ballast there, the bad last side of Ballast there. Shady, Mac. Well, I tell you, and, uh, did, 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 were you able to stop them in time, William? Well, I just, I, I had a, a, sh a shovel, uh, the, uh, the closest thing at hand, I left it when I was walking, and I got one of them. I got him just uh, at, the, at the back of the shoulder. Now, I gave him an awful belt of it, but I'd say, I, I rang the guards, and they said they're going to charge. I must have broken his shoulder with the belt I gave him. Come on. So, uh, when he went down, I got another fella, and I, I kind of gave him a jab with it. You know, into the leg. Yeah. So uh, they're definitely injured. One, he was losing a lot of blood when he went into the when he jumped into the van. It was on the footpath, you know. And did you do? Did they do a legger then? They got into the the fucking van. And before I could, I couldn't take down the, the registration or anything. But it was a, yeah. a big black van they were in. Cheney, Mac. But uh, but Jesus said the whole lot had the high vis gear and the whole lot. So they all like they were looking official, I suppose. They tried to. Oh, they looked. Well, they looked apart, so they didn't have the hat and the whole lot on them. 
And I should have known, I should have known when I saw him. How many of them was there? How many of them was there, William? I'd said there was five or uh, six of them. Jenny, man. All different ages, where they were, what age would they have been? You know, the, the fella I got in the sh- with the shovel in the back, I'd say, he was uh, older, I'd say, he was his late 50s. But well, that old? Oh, the, the, but the youngest fella, then the fella I kind of jabbed in the back of the leg, he was a young lad. He was yeah. saying, please, please, no. And do you mind me asking what age you were, William? I, I, well, would you believe it? I'd be 74 in this February. Jeez, what fair play to you. They messed with the wrong man, anyway. Oh, by chance, I wouldn't take any of that shite. William, would you, um, would you, um, be happy enough if someone called out to you tomorrow? Oh, but yes, that'd be no problem have a proper chat about it? Yeah. And would you mind, uh, would you mind as well if a photographer came along? You can't, you certainly can. Great, well, it probably won't be myself, William, because I'm, um... I'm actually tied up with a court case tomorrow. But uh, what's what's your number there, William? Nothing nothing serious, I hope. Oh, no, no, just the the usual stuff. It's not me that's in court. Oh, thanks, (laughs) Jesus. I was thinking what what kind of a black guy was I talking to? What's your your number there, William? 071. Yeah. 91. 91. Yeah. Yeah. 43. 071. 071. 071. Nine one. Yeah. Four yeah. three. Four three. Four three. Yeah. Six five eight. Six five eight. And what guard the station did you ring, William? I rang the what then in Sligo Town, the barracks. Sligo Town. But they weren't, they, they, weren't, they weren't interested. It's a, it's like it's a different law. Cheney Mac. Well, that's what's what your I exact say. address, William? So, say that again? What's your exact address? Drum Gobnet. How do you spell that? D-R... Yeah. U-M... Yeah. G-U... Yeah. B-B... Yeah. N-A-T... N-A-T, is it? Yeah, N-A-T. Next. Lovely. Well, look, William, will you leave that with me? And what I might do, either myself or one of my colleagues might give you a ring in the morning. Is there any time that it suits you to call tomorrow, any time that doesn't suit you? Well, don't ring me between, we'll say between 4.30 and uh, about 6 o'clock. I, I'll be up feeding the cattle and that. Ah, no, it'll be, if someone gives you a ring, it'll be in the morning, I'd say, William. Oh, that's right, 4.30 tomorrow morning, I'll be up with the, with the, the livestock. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be after that. I'd say someone might give you a ring around 10 o'clock in the morning or something okay, to see how you're feeling. Okay, I, I, I'll make myself available so on the house here, Okay. Come on, just going to double check that number with you again, William. And you're sorry, your surname is Rogers, isn't it? Rogers, yeah. R O. Yeah. D G. Yeah. E R S. E R S. And I'm just going to double check that number with you again. O seven one nine one four three six five eight. Right. Nine one four three six five eight. Look, lovely William. And look, thanks, thanks for the call. And look. Fair pitch, anyway. You put manners on those. Oh, no, but you say, I tell you, I would have, I would have taken the head off him if I got a right swing at him. But I just want you, yeah, to, I want you to let the people know that it's happening out there. You know. Well, that's the scary thing. Do you know? It because is, they could, they could open some you know. elderly woman who, who wouldn't be able to defend herself. Oh, but they picked on the wrong cookie when they came into my house. I can tell you. <laughs> Come on, William. Look, someone will be in contact with you in the morning. I'm going to give them a call in Banana now. I'm in the Caspar office. Oh, and you. I'll get someone, uh, if if someone can call out to you tomorrow, now, hopefully they will. Uh, someone like, I might even be able to get out to you on Friday if I can. Um, 
I'll, someone, either me or someone will give you a shout in the morning anyway, William. Yeah, that's good, but geez, I was, I was only thinking I'd give them a choir belt when they actually come out to put the meter in. Can you imagine? That's it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I won't be trusting them either. No, I can't. Right. No one can play dead. Right. Thanks a million. I'll right. be in touch soon. Okay, good luck, good luck. Bye. Okay. Great oh. to hear from Willie Ross. A um, bit, bit disconcerting, but he seems all right. Yeah, he's he's not letting it beat him anyways. He's a tough old cookie, as he says himself. Yeah, and hopefully the Western people can look after him. Um, yeah, so just I don't know why away. he went to the Western people. I don't know. I think he has roots in Mio somewhere, right. I believe. Um, yeah, I don't know why he didn't go to the weekend or the champion. Drum Gubnet out that way, no? Gubnet could be, yeah. It is, I suppose it is on that way, that road, yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah, good to hear from Willie. Uh, we'll come back with a bit of Rovers, will we? Okay, welcome to the Football Rovers segment. Marty, how are you fixed? Yeah, I'm good, yeah, now we had uh, Rovers are doing their business since yeah, we talked last. Very good the, business. Doing their business already, <coughs> yeah, this time, which is great to see. They've got a lot of the lads re-signed that you'd... I think most fans have... I, I've seen a few on Twitter today basically saying they've signed the lads you want yeah. to re-sign. Now, there's a couple there with um, Junior, Ronan Coughlin. Now, there are probably two that you'd be still looking to get. But uh, Romeo put up a kind of cryptic Instagram post. I've seen that, yeah. Now, if we could get that fella back. Do you think it's on the cards? Uh, well, like he, he, well, when he left, he said he was, he didn't he was going to go back. for a year. Like yeah, he, was yeah. back. He, he is under contract for next year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Didn't know that. He signed the contract. He was, yeah, he was put on loan, wasn't he? He was, yeah. There was oh. a visa, there's a visa issue. Yeah, I know, I knew that, but I thought, yeah. okay, okay. Oh, sure. He's on the way back. He's on the way back. Yeah, he's on the way back. <laughs> so he put up a few cryptic uh, Instagram posts. Um, but if we could get Romeo back, bought, Instagram bought, like a, 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 snack, a snack box in the four lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, no text. It used to be it's, just, it's just an image, like no text. It used yeah. to be a team going to like Rovers forums on, unless they were spotted at Central Barra Boy. Oh, that yeah, was the only way. But Gary Buckley and the Freeze, big, big Yeah, and the Freeze uh, getting back is great. Yeah, like if you look at the, the lads signed back now, you've got, you've kind of got a core group of players there. You've got Banks signed during the week as well, since we last talk. So you're looking at Banks, Martin, David Cawley. Um, Ed McGinty Ed McGinty yeah Ed McGinty signed I think as we were talking last <coughs> week yeah. but they've got they've eight or nine maybe nine signed now which is good at this stage of, of, of the is, seasons and they launched, I seen, they launched a season ticket there for next year um, so the season ticket's actually going to incorporate 12 games so yeah. now look we obviously don't know what the situation is going to be like when we get back in February but it's kind of designed as a two year season ticket I think it's actually a very good idea so it's designed as a, as a 12 match season ticket to be used over two years if needs be. Yeah. Now I assume, look, if we're all in Boobtown and vaccinated by next March, we'll, um, you know, then they can go and sell the yeah, tickets properly. Proper, but proper I think it's a good idea over the two years because, you know, and it might give you, you know, it'll give people a chance to it get the games, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, look, it's all, all positive or overs anyway. It is positive, isn't it? Um, the cup final was last night. Yeah. The other teams, uh, I was happy to see Dundalk win. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, as much as I always, I don't particularly like Dundalk either. I, I, I like, um, Filippo. Filippo. Ah, he's one of the greatest. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Yeah. He is one of the greatest. He's supposed to went around and brought wine for all the staff today or something. He dropped yeah. them all nice red, nice red touch Italian wine. Yeah, no, I I think if like, anybody against Shamrock yeah, Rovers, exactly. I don't think it's going to be. Um, an issue though, I know, because the showpiece game in Irish soccer is played at six o'clock. No build up really, you were saying, is it? But I called you Sunday yeah. morning and I just said, I only kind of, 
I knew it was on back yeah. of my head and I only kind of copped on. Jesus, the FA Cup finals this evening. Yeah. I'm not sure. I suppose they're probably with the Gaelic. The Gaelic must be the sport, reason yeah, for I, I, Yeah, I don't know what the reason was. Cause it, it was a strange time. Like, no, that, and I, the pitch and shit because of rugby. And yeah. Now, in fairness, the only thing I would say about that was they moved the game out a week after the COVID problems in Derry. Right. And yeah, with suppose, Dundalk yeah. in the Europa League. So they did move it. So... I suppose you can't. But even, really f- even if it was next week, Dundalk of Europe again. This again, week anyways, yeah, so. yeah. The, the, like I suppose, yeah. Look, it wasn't great for sure, but in fairness, it was actually it was quite entertaining. Well, the first half was great, half, but then half. it kicked off. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was very good. Yeah, yeah. extra time was enjoyable too. And again, I just I like the way they last. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good to see them losing. Yeah, it? very good. Carrington go back Thursday night. Uh, yeah, went back training. Yeah, good numbers Thursday night. Um, what day is today? Monday. Yeah, so we'll be training again tomorrow. Um, yeah, went back Thursday. Uh, it was cold. Was it? Yeah, pitch was freezing over nearly by the end of it. But uh, yeah, we're back. Look, the lads are just, I think, happy to get out and doing something. Ready to go. Any, any surprise signings during the lockdown? And, well, there'll be nothing yet. Well, we might see what we can do. Romeo Parks do his pre-season <laughs> with Patron. The social uh, club was back on Friday, which is always... I heard, yeah, uh, he had a few pints. Had a few pints, yeah. A few pints Friday, a few pints yesterday. Bit, bit worse for work. Out of ten. Oh, the fir- that first taste of the draft pint. What was the first pint? Uh, it was in the Toff Supper Club on Friday night. Lovely. Um, you had supper. Oh, I got supper. Yeah. Oh, they actually did. Like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of promoting here, but they got these. Uh, they got these Korean chicky wings. Korean chicky wings. <laughs> Korean chicken wings. Yeah. Sticky Korean chicken wings. Oh yeah. You like them, lads? Right up my alley. A big batch for. I think chicken wings myself last night actually. Uh, Twenty four of them for eleven ninety five. Sauce. Going to start a food review club or yeah. something. Yeah, we, we keep bringing food up, don't we? Like, yeah, yeah, we do always end so up. Pints were nice. Pints are odd. Oh, I first tasted a pint. I, I was trying to. I hadn't drank in sixty days, so I was trying to pace yeah. myself. But the first one now, out of taste. Were you giddy? Like, how did you feel? Like, you, you... it's a different experience. <laughs> it's like West Sports Podcast. Um, yeah. It's a different experience, Ross. Um, like we were just sitting at the table, and you only kind of see your own table for the whole night, which is obviously it's the way it should be at the minute. Um, but yeah, like it's you are you were giddy after a few pints now. There's no doubt about it. And you know you're home by eleven, half eleven, so yeah. you don't have the same hangover the next day. It's interesting. Anyways, that's another story. What you make of the World Cup trial that just happened there? Yeah, I don't Super know. I see people like we're already looking at finishing second anyway. Like I think Port- Serbia, Serbia, Azerbaijan, Portugal. Um, <laughs> Portugal, I think, will be. I don't know I'm if sure they can be considered do, dark horses, but serious squad. Serious yeah. squad, yeah, yeah. Like, the, I mean, they could be dark horses for the Euro 2021. 100 percent. Yeah, they're holders. They're holders, yeah, yeah. I'd say they probably. I don't know if they're under the radar anymore, but um, like, look, if you get a team like that, I think Portugal. Like, we're, <coughs> they're we're not top going, to group. They're going top to group. So yeah, Serbia. Serbia. I think we seem to Serbs there in. Uh, we played them the last qualifying. Yeah. yeah, they weren't great. We went to their friendly against Serbia, though, did we? No, I didn't go to that, Ross. You went to it. Jack. Yeah. No, I didn't go to Ireland, Serbia. Jesus. I would have thought Serbia were. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I would have thought they were very similar level to us anyway. Huh? Friendly against the letter. No, I went to United Salvador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's locked down. But then Luxembourg, like Luxembourg, Luxembourg yeah, yeah. Apparently they're improving. Fuck I know their club sides have improved. All right. Um, the, the book, who's Irish, Luxembourgian, German. Johansson, what's the book of Bayern Munich? Is he still at Bayern Munich? Is he? Is he? Yeah. There's some. Yeah, well, Anderson. Yeah, no, I know the guy you're That's on the right, obscure yeah. connection I can only make there. And Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan probably we'll wasn't. Out of the fifties, weren't the great ones. I would have thought. We'll go to Baku. Uh, <laughs> I tell you, I fancy a trip to Luxembourg. Yeah. Never been Expensive, there. Expensive, I'd say. Possibly, yeah. One of them. Don't places. know why I'm thinking it would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, good to see Ronaldo in Dublin before he retires. Yeah. Would be a great man. Big Ronnie. Um, yeah, there's not much much to go on, lads, um, because the big interview is coming up. We'll we'll touch on a lot of soccer with the big man coming up. Uh, Ross, we'll go to rugby when we come back. Come on, 
Nick Popperwell. <laughs> I'm waiting for a boo. That, that was off the cuff. Robbie. That's very off the cuff there. That's a shout. First uh, professional Irish player. Popperwell, yeah. Right. And an extra in Braveheart too. <laughs> he was. <laughs> well, look it up. Check his IBD. IBD. IMDB. Derek Wynn, the Summer Hill teacher, he was an extra in Michael Collins. Was he? In the, yeah, same <laughs> as well, yeah. 100 years from Bloody Sunday. He was in the Crow Park scene. Jesus. Oh, because they were all played. He would have played with Eroge, yeah. yeah. Rugby, anyways, Ross. Fun <laughs> 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 story, back training as well. We're back last I Tuesday night. I was just fancy. Chilly on the willy, I'd say. Certainly was now. Uh, I didn't bring the boots with me, just the jacket. Oh. You training, Tanty? After fuck's sake. <laughs> I was absolutely delighted now, snuggled <laughs> up in the warm jacket, looking at the boys. Uh, to be fair to them, they all look pretty fit. <laughs> what um, did you kind of, like, was it back just to get the touch right? Or yeah, just, just, just a bit of skills a fitness, and, and yeah. fitness games. Fit, okay. Fitness-based skill, skill game with a bit of decision-making. So, um, good numbers. Um, well, two okay. different groups. Everyone eager to go again. Yeah, everyone. It was really good to see everyone now, but the skill levels were good. Like the young fellas now, they look after themselves well. So like they've they've all come back in, in pretty decent nick. And uh, Mark Keegan back training with us as well, which oh, is yeah. fantastic to see. That's a big boost. He'll, yeah, will he Damien be back on the pitch after Christmas. Yeah, hopefully now. Yeah, he's going to get a bit good, of a preseason now. And um, Damien Cullen turns eighteen, and Eddie Coyle is back, so the propping stocks are looking good. That's you retired again, is it? That's delighted. Yeah. You're, you're big talk about this Damien Cullen you've mentioned him a good few times to me oh, he's a bit of a hero now um, <laughs> he is a banjo player <laughs> he's, he, he absolutely ruined me at the Stevens Day game last year as well he was 17 he would have been, been 16 then so would he we would have been just 17, gone 17 outside. yeah absolutely ruined me like <laughs> smashed me uh, no he's, he's a character he's, he's a good wee player as well so well not a wee player he's absolutely ginormous so he'll be he'll be a good one to have in the squad now he'll, he'll uh, be there for years to come and be a, oh, yeah. he only took a rugby recently as well kind of did he well, like you would have been Summerhill, was it mainly? Or was he yeah, also, Kula, also he moved from Kula to Summerhill in, in transition year. Neither, or just neither a rugby stronghold. Yeah. So he went from Kula to <laughs> Summerhill in fifth year. So he's there the last two years. And uh, yeah, he's a very popular player in the squad now. So looking forward to him seeing him playing a bit of junior rugby in the new year and cut his cloth and see how he goes there. The Kula Maori. Um, <laughs> what did you make of going international, I suppose? You weren't happy with the first the half. The first half was brutal really, yeah, again. Saturday. And uh, the first half was brutal. Smooth Jimmy was looking pretty good. Um, it was just that, that the most annoying thing was Ireland kept getting advantage and they wouldn't try anything. Like they just yeah, kept yeah, chucking yeah. it up. Yeah. Sexton threw a bit of a. I was actually listening back to last week's show. I think you just you said that. Like, yeah. Or, you'd said it before. Like, why the creative? You know, they kept yeah, doing the same thing. But, yeah. So Sexton just, you know, kicked it to the left. Like, it was, you know, it was a good vision from him, but it was like the equivalent of a goal mouth scramble goal. Like, do you know, it was the most ugliest try Ireland have scored. <laughs> they actually were about to go 80 minutes without scoring a try. Um, it was because they scored at the stroke of, of, of half time. They didn't score the last, in the second half in the Georgia game. In the second half now, they got a bit of confidence. They played the first 10 minutes of the second half, they played really well. But now, my biggest issue, I think, is that there's no second playmaker, right? Sexton's trying to take everything on himself, okay? Um, and we've two, you know, crashing centres in, 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 in Aki and Henshaw, and even Farrell really comes in. So basically, there's, there's no creativity there, and we're just going straight into a brick, brick wall. No all the X time. factor. No X factor, no. But it's just basically, we need to see a little bit more creativity playing behind the forwards. Asking teams questions out wide at the moment we don't have it, and I actually don't even think there's a player coming through that can be that second. Joey Carberry Ross, just going to say it. Do you remember when, like, when England England used to always play Mike Cat at twelve and when Wilkinson made ten? 
Yeah. Do you think we need to do something like so, so that? So England are kind of doing that at the moment. They're playing um, Ford and Ford and, and Farrell. Yeah, Farrell yeah. Okay, and like you see New Zealand doing with with um, with Moanga and well, even Bodie Barrett at fullback. 2011 World Cup. Uh, one game was it? Was Australia at one stage? Was it was Ogara at ten and Sexton at centre? Correct. Like yeah, work. The Lions are doing. Two, yeah. The Lions won the theory, but like they're just they're talking. There's not so so Carberry. Like who knows what's going to happen to him? He he could potentially have been the player. Like whether they're playing at twelve or he fifteen. Needs a body transplant. I think. Yeah. Whether they're playing at twelve or fifteen. Um, but the IRFE have a lot to answer for him now. They pushed him back for that World Cup last year, Carberry, yeah, and he right. broke down. But anyways, you know, without going into too long, who was the player? Carberry, potentially, Frawley at Leinster they're talking about, but it's a second ball playing 12 or 15. There doesn't seem to be too many of them coming through, but I think that would take a lot. I think Sexton just takes a little bit too much on himself. Um, and then the other thing as well is just Ireland, they just don't seem to be intelligent, okay? Take um, Doris versus CJ Stander, right? <coughs> yeah. Doris is not more powerful and he's, he's, not, he's not stronger than, than, than CJ Stander, but he seems to always break the gain line, always gets a leg drive, always finds the gaps, okay? He's intelligent. He puts footwork into play. CJ Stander, just always, you know, I'm Walks not taking any short, him. The shortest way in just, early Exactly, thing, just, just, he's going straight. So, like, you know, Stander, like, if you tackle him front on and get a bit of assistance, you're going to take him down, okay? But we need to be a bit more intelligent. We, make, we need to make the back line um, question themselves question us so it's just I don't think it's a matter of it's just a little bit of intelligence and creativity but there's some phenomenal players there like they, they are looking like they're trying to play a bit more they're putting forwards out in the wings they're trying to play a bit more expansive but we, I think we just need to see another ball playing player come through right. well it's nine weeks to the Wales game this, the Heineken Cup starting this weekend like, yeah. oh, yeah. oh they're players to be, yeah, se- to be shagged Sexton's declared fit yeah. <laughs> Sexton's fit few people aren't fit um they will be juiced this weekend, yeah. It's been a heavy workload for them. Jeez, yeah. Porter played like... Porter played ridiculous played every game, minutes, yeah. 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 Crazy. Um, we might go on next week. The Lions is coming next year and they reckon it'll be Ireland's lowest yeah, representation. Sure. Who would you see at the moment they're going to? Doris, they reckon, could be the only... Doris, yeah. Fur- Furlong gets back, but he hasn't played now long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. We need him back. We might touch on that next year. Our beloved Lions. <laughs> <laughs> right. A uh, bit of GA, lads. Not too much, but a bit of GA before we go to the big man. Okay, there's not much GA on the agenda today. Uh, Local-wise, Mark Brenny announced his selector on Tony McEntee's backroom team. Uh, good choice, it's it. A lot of experience there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mark, one of the longest-serving players in GA there up to when he retired. Uh, he'd know the club game well. He, he's going to know Well, the that's players. the thing, yeah. And they need someone. I was thinking of during the week they're going to need someone who does and he's still playing last year, only a few months ago, so I don't know. He could be, I won't be surprised to play him, see him play next year again anyways. <laughs> but... Um, so he will. He'll know every player in county should anyway. He should do Summerhill it. as well. He's teaching Summerhill. He's involved them. Uh, long. I seen Derek Cox tweet actually. Some someone said the longest. He was the longest serving intercounty player for Sligo, but Derek Cox said longest serving footballer. I think Mark Burke from Tupper Curry, Sligo Herders, still in the Herders, made his debut in '98. Very <laughs> so, impressive. So Mark Burke actually he plays junior soccer as well. He Real Tupper. He scored a header in a cup semi final against us about three years ago. I think he was 44 at the time. He was the only, <laughs> when that ball went in, he was the only man that was going to win it. Serious, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Um, marked him in a county semi final, I think, before. They got the better off, so for the right play, the bowl Tubber man. Uh, yeah, he's around a long time. So, yeah, but Mark Brown, he is the he is the man who Tony McNeil has chosen. I'd say there could be another selector yet when time comes. When time uh, comes to it, um, you might need one more, but we'll see. Um, yeah, as I said, not much on the GA roundup. Um, something that kind of annoyed me. I think I sent you, when I was in your house yesterday, the news went through that the ladies' learning semi final was called off, yeah. and the reaction to it has absolutely just pissed me off um, big time. The GA getting the blame when it's not the Dutch GA, it's the LGFA, yeah. and the reaction. The Limerick hurlers getting blamed, like the Limerick hurlers, Limerick. 
uh, gave the pitch. The, the game was originally fixed. The same all Ireland same final Galway, Galway Cork. The Limerick hurlers had said, "Yeah, Gaelic grounds available." They said to sell GFA if, but if our men get to the All Ireland hurling final, they train on a Sunday in the Gaelic grounds, so it won't be available. So instead of holding fire for maybe twenty four hours, the LGFA went out on the Saturday before Limerick semi final and announced the venue was Limerick for the for the. For, yeah, for yeah. the other same final yesterday, originally. So Limerick, well within the rights, <laughs> won yeah, the yeah. final and said, look, we told you we're training there. So the LGFA had to move it. A lot of people jumped on Limerick hurlers and the GEA saying, how can I train in session? But they're training for an all Ireland final and they train every Sunday morning usually. So anyway, yeah. Not an excuse. So then they should have changed it. Surely to find, there's 30 counties played in. Ennis, Turles, somewhere along that, that's closer, Port Leach, Tullamore, that, Equidistant from Cork and Galway. Yeah. They put up the Parallel Park in Dublin yesterday. Pitch was frozen. Game was supposed to start at half one. They only contacted the teams at five to eleven that the pitch was frozen. And it was obvious the day from the day before. Should the, the fog hadn't lifted, yeah. Um so pitch was frozen. And then the contact GA and GA let them into Crow Park. That's why and then I don't know what the T V things was. Supposedly it's too short notes get set up and RT yeah and all that. So then the big scan I thought yesterday that goal were in Kinnegad at the time when they were told at 11 o'clock. So the game was put back from half one to twenty to 10 past one. So goal went got to Crow Park at half 12. So the 40 minutes to talk out. They only got in the pitch seven minutes before the throw in and there was war about not getting the warm done. I think this completely is at the LGFA's door. Yeah, 100% agree. Stop yeah. with them, like, take ownership for it. Their organisation is absolutely... The, the, their structures at the top is brutal. And but I heard the LGFA chairperson about today is if they've done a good thing for She's them. She's on more than Ireland, yeah. yeah. She said, we've done so well to get in Grove Park. Uh, but people are lambasting the GA and all this and blah, blah. It wouldn't happen to the men. wouldn't happen to the men. <sighs> it's the see, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. but it's not yeah. the issue. It wouldn't happen to the men because it would have been organised in some way. It's the I administration think. of the LGFA. 100% is. Um, like... <sighs> I don't know. No, I, I understand Galway's grievance that they didn't get their chance to warm up. That that shouldn't shouldn't have happened. Like, but say, why could, come back with a walk off? Should have walked off the pitch. Should and probably should have. Yeah, it's all right, you, no points in an after the game. No, no. If you want to do it, you got to do it. And they're saying uh, why wasn't the All Ireland semi final Mio Tipperary put back? Mio Tipperary, both counts would have had their and well and Galway and Cork ladies as well. Would have had their times down to a second yeah. of what time to take the pitch, what time to do this, what Why time to do that. Why should they sacrifice because of poor contingency from the LGFA? Yeah, um, just it just kind of annoyed me. <laughs> Someone today goes the Twitter. Tw- I shouldn't read Twitter sometimes. <laughs> what? Um, um, how? It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace that this game was in Dublin in the first place. It should have been in Crow Park all along. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Crow Park from Belfast, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, that's my. I, guess I took the year rant this week. That's your good rant, yeah. Look, we'll have one a week at the GA. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to go. I'll have to find something other than over for tight shorts. The yeah. tight O'Neill shorts. Got them. Um, right, lads. I think it's time we get them out. It's Let's time. Get in. Let's, Let's get them out. Okay, here he comes.
Okay, here we are, lads. The one everyone's been waiting for around the town. Gino Boyle, welcome. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Gino! Gino! Thanks Gino. very much, lads. What's the crack, Gino? How are you? All good. Thanks All for good. coming out. Nice to be here in this yeah. humble abode. It, it's lovely. It's yeah. lovely, is it? Yeah, a few viscounts or viscounts are the call, Dan. The toffee pops are beside me and my bears. There's, there's only one left now, in all fairness. There are a few of them already. It's not going to get fair. No, I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed. Gino, how's the form? How are you? That's nah, all good. All good. Um, got a good response, lads, when put out that Gino's coming on the show. Yeah, some some like loads of questions in for Gino now. Looking forward to getting through them. So how how can we describe you, Gino? We start. What's was it? Is it wrestler or footballer, politician, bouncer, bouncer, <laughs> bouncer? <laughs> Bit of a bouncer, footballer, politician, all that rolled into one. Well known for uh, I suppose Glenview Glenview stars mainly yeah. and and Rovers. I wasn't along with Rovers, but... No, but you're... Gino was, was God, there. was the flag. Well, it's the one and only Paul Kelly. I think he may still have that up in his bedroom. He's serious, yeah? I'm only missing Paul, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a big promoter of you, Paul. Yeah, he's, he's, no, he's very good. He came out a few weeks ago, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he came yeah. around for the... Talk of SCW. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he came around um, for the campus for the elections and that, and then with the wrestling was kind of... Well, Paul, was, there was only one man he could be. Or three men all over. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. McFoley, man. Cactus Jack, you know. I might start the wrestling actually for a second when we're talking about it. How did that come about? It was, it was for shout, wasn't it? Uh, or no, it was for, Sorry, no, stop. No, first one was for the hospice. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a, a Christmas night out of the Garavol. Not Christmas, sorry. Um, we had a just a drinking night out of the Garavol. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was around August time. But um, no, we all decided to just dress up and me, Anthony Love, and Neil Gawne <laughs> went out dressed as the NWO. <laughs> Love, who was Nash at 19 foot tall. Yeah, he was Hogan. Survivor Series is the one you just finished doing. Hogan, what was Neil Gawne? He went around as Razor Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> he did, but he, he had a box of the, the toothpicks. <laughs> that I'm sure everybody got one in the eye. <laughs> but um, oh, one of the worst things about that, the night we went out, Clyde Brennan came out with us. Yeah. I had bought which I thought, do you know the kind of the, the spray paint that you can wipe off? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It was real spray paint. And NWO was, I think, ah, stop. lilies had to be repainted. <laughs> Fiddlers. It was on plenty of doors around the town. I remember, I didn't even know we were up the mall and I, I just I was out walking the dog one night and there was an NWO sign on the ground. I was like, I don't remember going up this way. <laughs> that is unreal. I think, I think it was silver at the time and black. <laughs> I should never go to the work the next morning and find Endo all over the town. That's that was, brilliant. But after so that you got then, a good reaction that night you thought it could be. Yeah, no, I just took a mad notion one night and I knew Michael Langan had um, yeah. did some wrestling training. And he just pulled him aside one night, got into the pub. He thought he did something wrong. <laughs> you know, he was like, what did I do this time? He was, no, nothing. Would you be interested in doing a wrestling event for charity? Um, so he, he said, no problem, we got a place to train. William Gaffney was excellent at it and, and that he loved. But one of the things about it, I don't know, people probably wouldn't know, is that there's a couple of wrestling uh, promotions around Ireland and all them messaged me oh, yeah? telling me it was a joke that we shouldn't be doing it. Are you serious? Yeah, there was some fella who was a... Uh, oh, uh, Joe, Joe Carberry, I think is his name. No, he must have did one night on maybe a tour or something. Right. Because he sent me this big, huge, long message. And I was before you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, then, yeah, yeah. But I think that was one of the messages we got back. He says, oh, I know the way a charity goes, the way we do it. And I was, well, any money we make is going, we ended up. Oh, so he's making it, he's a pro himself. Like, yeah. and he was just a fucking amateur. Just 
Um, look, come here. I think the way it was going before that, because Kevin Finn actually or Alan would have been at most of the wrestling shows, and yeah, I think the first one we did, we got nearly four hundred people at it. We I were, was at it. Yeah, it was, oh, I, that was brilliant. Was it was yeah. absolutely brilliant. Um, and you got recorded. Karen Carty, to be fair, got it on <laughs> um, Irish TV. So it wasn't bad oh, for right, yeah. oh, that's right, yeah, that's to be on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. oh, I was excellent, though, in fairness. Was, uh, you and Langan fought in the main event, didn't you? Langan, yeah. Oh, man, he's like, <laughs> he's excellent. But it was so funny having to kind of do the trend <laughs> because, like, Langan took it seriously. There's no yeah. ifs or buts, yeah. like, if you're doing it. Like, we had more people drop out of it than we had to take part in it. And, like, we trained roughly, I'd say, for about two years. And we had a couple of weddings coming up before it. <laughs> <laughs> None of us get married, but everybody was like, oh, you know, you're going to kill somebody. <laughs> you had Sharky, I'm sorry, I'll name you now. Uh, Sharky and Ronaldo would have been, you know, messing in their house wrestling, and, uh, and then yeah. they got involved in this, and then, like, the boys got pure serious, and they like, you know, and you're like, oh, maybe something could come out of it, like, you know, and to be fair, going back, uh, I think it was 2016, I think it was, or we did it. That was the first one, yeah. Yeah, it was a great response. And like I said, when you raise over four thousand for charity, uh, yeah, that's just the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Was, goal, like. the, pro, the promo videos were amazing. Was leading up to it, the weeks. Yeah, sorry, go ahead there. No, no, I just said the, the, the like the callouts were amazing. Yeah. The, the videos in the weeks up to it, like. I heard there was one where did, did love come from behind the curtain or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where was that? Was that in the school or somewhere? The north side. <laughs> the worst janitor walking by the door. <laughs> There was people actually up there looking at love going around <laughs> dressed like bring the cops like that. I got hopped at the door maybe fifty times oh. because when we were doing the video, Cal Connor Rush gave us the the belts like you know, yeah. but Cal couldn't get Connor Rush out. He kept saying Connor Rouge or Rouge, and I was like Jesus Christ, Cal! And I'm not at the wall. Connor Rouge. <laughs> and I, I think in one of them, the wig gets hot when I hopped at the door. The wig popped off. Oh fuck yeah. Um, didn't, wasn't there a video training Jinxie got fucking put through a t- or something happened he had an oh, awful no. accent he followed the ring or something that, was, that wasn't Jinxie that, <laughs> that was, was Adam McLaughlin an awful belt yeah the one thing we had said when you're doing the training you're going against the rope put your arm over it right but like the angle the G scene and the angle we have on oh my god we thought he was dead <laughs> I think if you look in the background you can see Anthony Love getting up just running around the place he <laughs> did <laughs> but I suppose it shows kind of the other side of it that if you don't train properly yeah 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 like damage can be done, you know. Like in the ring, like Michael nearly broke my neck. He hit me with a ladder to the neck. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah and I couldn't that. talk probably for about six weeks. Oh, Jesus Christ! You know, and you put him through a table, didn't you? I suppose it's <laughs> <laughs> all fair and love and war, but kind of like when when he was doing the pin after that, I like I couldn't talk. Are you serious? Get your hand off my neck. So he thought when I kicked out, he says, "Put my hand on his neck." Like oh, so, geez. he pushed his hand into my neck. I was, <laughs> Get it off! <laughs> You know, really? yeah, it was an excellent time. It was. Just a few more bits on it. There was the casket match the second year, wasn't there? I'm telling you. Outrageous. Right? <laughs> casket match. Keith Hessian is the man. <laughs> if you want a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're all going that way at some stage. But I just um, had a mad notion. And to be fair, Shane, just when you messaged me about it, when Paul sent me on the, um, the link last week and I was listening to it about the casket match I happened to message Shane Fallon a couple of days before it about that Yeah, you know I was just saying like it was crazy because oh, it's nuts it's brilliant like, yeah. <laughs> we had no ca- no casket no nothing and like we were training down in Dehigh Meats that's where we got to to lease that out for a couple of weeks like you know and if you had a seen us on the day before the wrestling getting out of the back of a van <laughs> taking a coffin out and putting it into Dehigh Meats getting back into the van and driving away You'd be like, here, what's going on here? What kind of media are getting 
animals. Like, I tell you, and it's yeah. an awful thing, but it fit Shane Fallon to a tee. Oh, did it? <laughs> I even went into it. Like, there was no thinking oh, about it. He just said, yeah, I love it. Not a chance. Would you go in, lads? No. no I wouldn't. Not a chance. Wouldn't have fit in it anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's just one of those things you were like, oh, wow. That was outrageous. It was uh, <laughs> outrageous. Uh, the other one was uh, Tony Kennedy as, as Vince McMahon. It was absolutely unbelievable. unreal. Man, we had... Unbelievable for that to roll into the next one. Yeah, but the problem is we couldn't get anywhere to train. Was that all that yeah. stopped that? Because like when you're doing the wrestling, if you did it before, you're fine. But you'd need a minimum maybe fourteen to sixteen weeks training. Right. And when Tony there, like I just same thing. Tony was perfect for Vince Vince McMahon. Oh, he was excellent. You know? the walk. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just we had something planned, and it just couldn't work out because we know where to train. You know, um, a guy. We mentioned him just before you come in. Gary Clancy, who said he'd no dealings with you ever. Might come back to that. Right. In the bounce, so he was definitely going to do it the next thing, but it didn't, didn't pop off. Something for maybe when this shite's over. Yeah, that's what we'd be hoping. But again, it, like, it comes down to a place to train because the first time we were fine, one of the boys had a shed out of his back, a proper size shed. He let us train there. Um, but when you have 20 fellas calling to your door <laughs> yeah, every your couple house. of nights, you know, to go to yeah. the back way. And then the second time, like I says, we had. So you were training for you must have been training three, four months for it. So either the first one or the second one. one? No, the first one we trained about two years for it altogether. We just father had passed away, and then William Gaffney's mother had passed away, so we didn't want to do it in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then we got a kind of a date that suited us, and we went with that. You know, Uh, it's definitely like you know, from like speaking, like it was a great novel idea. Like you know yourself, trying to raise money for a football club, you're always trying to think of something completely different. But that's just you know brilliant, like totally off the charts. Like yeah, it was. (laughs) Just in the thing there when you're on about Paul Kelly in the clip, like Paul hits me with the chair, but it was a fold up one, so really didn't hit me till he hit me shoulder, and then the other thing came back and clocked me in the eye. I was like, Paul, oh, I can't see. <laughs> so there was kids there and all looking. Remember, did Sean Mullen go as uh, John, John Cena? Oh, yeah. And there was kids going mad for like, <laughs> <But>, like, <laughs> like, He is, I oh, could move. Yeah. You know, but when you're at that age, and like obviously we're not the fellas on the TV, but when you're out dressed as them and you have the wee bit of crack and the interaction with yeah. them. Like, you know, it all helps. And like the second time we raised nearly 3,000 as well. So like over two events, 7,000. Like, yeah. Not, oh, no, not to be yeah. safe that. We'll, yeah. We were offering ourselves up for the commentary yeah. when it's done again. I heard that already. Yeah. No, who's going to the Spanish announce table? Well, I said I'm the problem is the Spanish announce table. <laughs> I take the Spanish announce table. I volunteered that last week. You were going through. Someone's going through that. They're always just the same guys with the hands in the air going, why are you going through our table Poor fuckers. They must pay, didn't pay their bills or something their right to buy their rights. But it is the idea that like, I had thought over a period of time you could run a monthly show. You know, and you reckon, a five, yeah, yeah, a fiver, like just kind of a build yeah. up, like you go back you to the there, yeah. attitude area back in the in the nineties and early two thousands. Like. It was a few. Yeah, times, I was up yeah. at it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your man within his undertaker and go back out his cane. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold was about, oh, yeah. but Stone Cold was about three foot two. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He walked with a mini can of coke. <laughs> what a mini can of coke? He's tiny. You know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, lads. But like, it was brilliant. just something there that like I think that if that was uh, ran once a month, fivering like you could make money every month for a specific for a charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick one every month. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Yeah. Ah, that's good crack. <laughs> football be your, your main love, Gene, wasn't it? Oh definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Since yeah. I was young for that, um, It's Glenview Stairs. Well it was anything up the hill to was be it? fair because before that there was Meadowbank and my oh, right. grandmother used that. to live just on the top of the hill. The house is gone now, but that'd be the uh, Cal is my uncle. Smoking yeah, yeah. Joe, <laughs> smoking <laughs> Joe Frazier. Um, but like, I, I'd go to some games with him, yeah. or I'd, like on a Sunday morning, I didn't realize as a child the games were home and away because, like, one week the place would be wedged, 
and the second week there'd be nobody and I was like what was going on but like you'd look out and you'd see so many people ended up and the first memory I have it's strange like Dutchy Gorvin getting tackled no, it must have been about four or five but it was just one of those things up the hill that I can still remember him getting a, a tackle and somebody shouting at him but since that like uh, for me junior football is kind of a society part of life you know you right. have, it, it gives people a place to go when there's nowhere to go Yeah. you know some people might be good enough to be part of a good team but as long as you're part of a team you know that was one of the main reasons for me, kind of, because my father before me did it for yeah. too long, and I think we were probably part of him, you know. Kinda. It's funny, I was going to bring it up. Uh, I see, I know his relation, you were some someone up the hill shares photos, old photos on Facebook the whole time. Yeah. I, I can't think of the name. Thomas. I Alan. don't know if it is, maybe, but like, if you go back to, maybe it is your mother actually, yeah. um, like, there could be early 90s, early 80s, and I know what age you were in the photos, but you're always there in all the team photos, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> You know, you're always there. We like. just put out a money 36, right? <laughs> <laughs> Early 70s. You know what I mean? Like, the team, I, the I've team, been around. The team photo will be there. Jeez, you must have played junior soccer, senior I, football I, young. I, I tell you, right, at the age of 35, right, I had scored in the 90s, the 2000s, <laughs> the 2010s, and the 2030s. Well, there's trivia. There's, that's there's a great trivia. trivia. No, no, come here, I know there's loads of other people maybe did it, but at the age of 35, I don't know it's if there's right, yeah. There's time yet there. for a goal in 2030. You know? <laughs> that, that's the plan. <laughs> That's yeah, brilliant. No, it's just junior football. There's always kind of something there. And, I, you know, it's the rush of, I suppose, scoring a goal at any kind of level. When the ball hits the back of the net, I, I used to go to a lot of kids' games and up to under 18, then junior football. It's just to watch people play football. Yeah, yeah. It gives a sense of enjoyment that people don't get anymore. I think it's... Is it on the way? I felt with junior football, I don't know, definitely we were saying it before about post-lockdown. Like, the crowd was at the game. Remember the first day we played yeah. G back up the hill? There was a huge crowd yeah. up at that game, like... And even like all the way through, now we'd play that final against Manor yeah. behind closed doors. But up to that point, like there was huge, I, I, there was a, definitely an interest back there again. I think with the lockdown, definitely. Definitely, yeah. But before that, it was like, on the way out, I thought, but two, kinda, 18 uh, months ago. Yeah, I would have been saying the same thing because unfortunately, the likes of rugby and Gaelic are kind of <coughs> taking the better players away. There are yeah. people that can kind of be fitter because you get an opportunity at the end of it. The rugby can get you a good job, the Gaelic can get you a good job, or it can get you somewhere in life where. Junior football really now is just for the love of it. And it always was. You go back to the 70s, 80s and 90s. Like people, it's funny because you could have, I remember playing with Rory O'Malley and he had a can of cider at half time. Like, <laughs> I went down and set me up for two goals. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think, I don't know. I've said this before too. I don't know if I mentioned here. I think young fellas these days, <laughs> To just like I used when I started playing junior football, I was out every Saturday night. Junior football, don't wow. <laughs> I lasted for two years, <laughs> three months, <laughs> maybe. I know. The um, he played in the seventies, eighties, nineties. You're in the pictures beside me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Are you like young fellas these days? Like I used, like we used to be out till five or six in the morning, and you get up and you just play. Yeah. Oh, you can still, still. I remember yeah. a fella one of the, the first seasons we came back. We were playing a game. I actually we were playing Glenview. And it was in December, it was about the second week of December. And he rocked over to the game at half 11. We're playing at 11 o'clock in the morning. I, What's the story? It's a happy Christmas party last night. He goes, I yeah. cleared it that I wasn't playing. It's like, all right, what time are you home at? Two o'clock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Two, I, that's what, like, I mean. So he wants you to know. be sleeping, was it? Like, but, taking care of himself. But I, I, I just think, I don't know, are younger, I don't know, maybe, uh, Gino, I'd be interested to see what yeah. you think. Like, are younger people more. I go back to when I was on the course with Dykesy, right? And you play your game on a Sunday. You go out Sunday night, you'd sink 15 uh, cans of cider, maybe half a bottle of vodka or whatever, you know. <laughs> Jesus. You'd hit the four lights too on the way home. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Was, that's yeah, what yeah. happened. But, like, you'd be home at maybe 2 o'clock, and we were up for the course training by uh, 9 o'clock on the AstroTurf, you know, and that was the likes of myself, Gaffney, Steve, um, 
Ryan O'Donnell, Remy Mohan, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Jinxie, who mightn't have been on the course, but he was still doing the drinking with us. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd still go out and play the game you'd early. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, like, you could do the movement or you could do the run for the 90 minutes or sometimes, you know, if it went extra time. But now, I think that's where it comes down to the interest because in junior football, you can be as fit as you want, but it's about the will to want to run after a ball. After a ball, yeah. You yeah. know, and I'm sure it's the same with the rugby. Yeah. You know, I, I, just so you know, I play with the rugby as well. Yeah. <laughs> did you, Gino, yeah? And I did, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Ben Heat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Whether, what, it might have been one of the junior teams. There was a game down in Westport. He had told me, he says, look, short players, I was out the night before it. <laughs> and <laughs> Westport, it's, it's common to know. <laughs> Westport seems to be the place on the yeah. But um, I said, sound, but he didn't tell me the game was in Westport. He told me the game was out in Strand. Ah, he for says, fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> we pick up at the, the guard station. I was sounding, and I was like, going out the road. I was drinking a wee carton of orange juice. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> and if something else if we're going to even further like you know what I mean <laughs> played the game and then it was enjoyable but it was just because it coincided with the football yeah, yeah. you know for me junior football was always and was that the first time you played rugby like no I played with the school oh did like, you yeah, yeah, alright Pat Kern uh, yeah he, great man he coached us for the um, for a short time in the tech and I think we had a tournament <coughs> the tournament might have been Westport too <laughs> <laughs> but um, we ended up winning it a shield on the toss of a coin and like I only played two games but after the two games I got he, a trial uh, in Ireland you, or in Dublin sorry had you? For an Irish, I didn't go to it now but ah Gino I know, this is what, an untold uh, story here isn't it these are one of the things that what age was this under 15 is it or 18 or? I think it was I was only about 14 but like yeah. when you're looking at me I was 6 foot 4 oh, 14 years yeah, old yeah, yeah, yeah. just give me the ball <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know it was an enjoyable experience and for me like when you look back it's kind of decisions that you make over time um, just one of the things what I'm hearing about the football it's funny Cork City I was going to bring it up yeah Shooter asked that as well and I've done a bit of googling the scene yeah. you're on trial or yeah I was on trial and we ended up I played two games how'd that come about first Gino was it with Rose at the time no, it's like it's like under 21 uh, right. we got to the final and to be fair we had an excellent team the under 21s you were allowed to play three overage players and we had Gareth Kelly who was on fire at the time Okay, uh, Hodgie and I don't want to say it, but I think Nibber might have been overage. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. I think All the medals were taken back. <laughs> no, sorry, 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 Nibber. It was Lee Marshall. <laughs> right. You know. But um, like excellent players, and they're all fit, and they're pr- like in their prime. Yeah. And we got to the final of the FAI Cup under 21s and down to Cork. And just after the game, Pat Dolan had come up and asked me, would I be interested in going down for a trial? It was no problem. And I tell you, I don't know how he knew it, but like. I'd be training on the course with Dykes. So then Saturday, like, you know, you'd like to pick out, you go in and get something to eat. The Burger King, I think, oh, yeah. was open at the time. Yeah. I was sitting in Burger King on a Saturday before I was supposed to go down to him the following week. And he rings me and says, get out of Burger King. Shut up. I was like, oh. Keith Burns sitting beside me. It was Burnsy. <laughs> I'd say, Pat, don't fight on Burger King himself. But it was just like, I couldn't believe. Yeah. You get a call out of the blue, this man telling you to get out of Burger King. I was like, how did you know? <laughs> but um, we went down there. I tell you, the... the the way they looked after you, for, the, or for me, for the 10 days, I stayed in the Rogerstown Hotel. <coughs> uh, Shane Long's dad owned that. I had breakfast with him one of the mornings. And kind of, they all knew who you were. Right. You know, you were given the best. Dan Murray collected me every morning. I think he ended up going on to be the captain. Uh, yeah, Shane Center, Long Center was half. there. Kevin Doyle. All right. They were, going, Campbell, yeah, they were going well George the time. They were all excellent players. Yeah. We played two games. Um, I won the two games, I can happily say that we played. <laughs> I scored one in one of the games, and I played centre half in the other game. Centre half? Yeah. You want me to use it out, Gene? Would you really... I'm happy enough to football, play anyway. Yeah, no, no, yeah. But um, like, there's always this misconception. Oh, if you had a, you could have signed or you didn't sign, like, you know. I didn't sign out of stupidity. Right. And I got the contract sent out. Gavin Dykes. Dykes was a massive influence in junior football and 
kind of in a lot of, of a generation here where people coming through. Yeah. But he came down and he, um, he had a good chat with Dolan with me. So they sent a form out as far as the false course for me to sign it with them. But rag week was coming up. Oh, I just Jesus. came back from Cork. <laughs> I was like, you'd make a thousand euros working for that. Yeah. So I worked that and I ended up ringing Dolan. I said, look, nah, I don't think I'll go down. And then after a couple of days, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go down. Like, so I rang him back. And I was due to go down on a Wednesday. He got sacked the Tuesday night at uh, 5 past 12 in, at night, going into the Wednesday morning. So I was in touch with him for a while after that. And then it kind of just... I, I could have signed Damien Richardson was there, but I, I don't know if the same kind of respect... You a bit of... Dolan um, gave so much time and everything. With Dolan, yeah. You know? And he's a good man. I do chat to him every now and again, like, you know, really, yeah? where you'd see him. Very nice guy and very intelligent about football, you know. But it's just that while this is going out to a footballing audience, yeah, yeah, no, 100%. It's, it's funny where people say, oh, well. They're the stories that you want yeah, to hear. Yeah. That's fucking wild. So just rag week. Rag week, man. Kill many's a man, Gino. You know, <laughs> don't they know I carry the bodies out the door? <laughs> <laughs> or in some cases, I had to pick them up and not let them in. Fuck. You Jesus. Know. What, 2005 or 2006? 2005, yeah. Oh, man, look, I, that was the year we had a great under our 21-side league team. Well, that's one of the questions that come in about for yeah. you. Um, you had an Ole Gunnar, uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer moment, I hear, in the final. You got the, you yeah. were 1-0 down in injury time, were you? No, I think we were one all, and then it was kind you of... You got the winner, was it? Yeah. Um, I tell you, it was funny because we played Calgary Celtic the Sunday before it. Right. And I scored the exact same goal. And probably, if I didn't score the goal that Sunday, I wouldn't have went for the ball the following week. Okay. Because what happened is, ball came in and was kind of up in the air, and I was like, there's the keeper running out. So I said, I had it over him, and the game against Calgary, we scored. And then the exact same thing happened a couple of days later, like, <laughs> nearly just within a week, like, ball comes in, I think Gaffney crossed it, Steve missed it, Barry O'Dwyer knocked it in, keeper missed it, and it was up in the air, and I was like, there's the keeper coming out, head over it. I was like, what's the chance of two weeks? <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was that easy every week. <laughs> yeah. you know? I think I was at that game. It was in Tipperary somewhere. Tipperary, yeah. yeah. I think it was... A, there was a bus down, I think. There was about 40 of us on a bus. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a good crowd, actually. You know, for an under-18 yeah, final, yeah. you wouldn't expect down in Tipperary. I, uh, I think that morning, me, Jinxie and John Gaffney made a visit to the church and it paid off. <laughs> you serious, <laughs> huh? Yeah. yeah. And we, we had time to burn. And, uh, <laughs> it was a nice place and you know yourself when you're down in a final, you're yeah, on the way yeah. in a prayer so you'll try anything. And Very good. I never thought that of the tree, you know, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Boys are all good. Yeah. Some uh, generation of players just, when the names are name in there. Like, I think that's yeah, the problem yeah, though with players coming through because... Yeah, that's an outrageous bash of players. When, when I go back, it was like, you see every young fellow now was standing on the corner with a bag on his back thinking they're good football players or have the attitude or have a good haircut or might have a, an expensive pair of boots. And the only two people I can remember doing that when I was growing up was Brian Dunn and Martin Brennan. <laughs> the boys would be standing with the bag, they're on the course with dykes. But like, two boys were excellent players and then like you had Gaffney, you had Jinxie, uh, Steve. St yeah, Steve, Barry, O'Dwyer, the two boys were excellent together. Uh, we had Jason and Barry Moore who came from Galway and they were playing the Rovers team like, the Stiger Legion under 18 team that won the All-Ireland was the 10 Stiger Rovers players and me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I get the winner, like, you know. Because they, they had a final then the following day, um, a Connacht final, I think it was, that they won 1-0 or 2-0. And I think Barry or Jason was in an accident. Um, That's right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. No, I do see them every now and again when they <coughs> travel up from Galway with a, a junior team. But the boys were excellent players as yeah, well. Yeah. And Henry Glynn, Henry Andrew McLaughlin, Glynn. you know. Ambu's still on the go. Most medals in the Sligo Leitrim League, I think he's going for. Who, Ambu? Yeah, he can try all he wants. Right? Monkey Langan has that. Monkey Langan, <laughs> what's, what's he have? About 300 Super League medals. <laughs> <laughs> he was with every Abbey United team that won the league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
brilliant. I seen a photo today actually of I was looking for a photo, but I ended up getting the Hulkamania one. Seen that. Um, <laughs> but there was a photo of um, you playing against Summers for Abbey. I didn't know Dicey played for Abbey as well, actually. Yeah, that was the year we got to the Connacht Cup final. Yeah. Um, the boys again they had a serious thing. And that's where I mean with Dicey and his influence on junior football. I never knew he played junior football. No. I think he only played the season. Yeah. Because um, the boys had wanted to win the uh, kind of cup and did an excellent squad, in all fairness. But that was some Denry team he had that time. Oh, we yeah, had, yeah. Was yeah. Well, I looked at that picture reasonably enough, too. Like, it was outrageous. Who was that? Rasher, Glenn. Um, Rasher, Glenn, Remy. Remy Mohan is kind of always, you know, when people are naming players, it was good. Remy is always kind of forgotten because he was from Open Boyle. Right. But, like, he played a season with us and, like, he was just one of those players. He could play one touch, two touch, he'd pick a pass out of nowhere, yeah. you know. Um, Garrett Charters and goals was excellent. Yeah, you know, when you look back on junior football, I think that's one of the things when you're growing up, there's probably not enough of now. We had Frank Kennedy, Felix Rooney and Jeffrey Gorman, all kind of really older players, but they're an experienced head and they'd give you down the banks if you made a mistake and you'd listen to them because they were experienced. Yeah, yeah. But now if you try to say something to a young fella, he doesn't talk to you for six months. Or that's it, yeah. Father, oh, he won't turn you know? up, he won't turn yeah. up again. Yeah. Um, Glenview, you've random, you know, is it you who selects the kits? You've had random kits the last few years, <laughs> Glenview. I picked the kids. Definitely. <laughs> I knew it. Every, what's the big black on this? Or is there or something? Black and yellow. We have um, a Man City one, which is light blue and white. There's red. There's an orange one. Can Where I, are you pulling them out of If you see them online, I buy it. In <laughs> Caffer buying kids. <laughs> like if you go up, I'd say in the back, myself and Paul, uh, Brennan, organising the other day because... We're hoping to be back in January, but yeah. I, I don't yeah, see the game back. I can't see a game now. I think so, huh? Yeah. I, well, I don't see the game. I just, I, like, oh, we're right, not... I thought it was... Yeah. Really? I thought it was going to... Okay. I, I can't see you coming back now. I guess everyone knows after Christmas, going to... Back into another wee lockdown. Well, you see, like, junior football at this, whatever level we're supposed to be on now, actually technically isn't allowed. Because right. I was saying to you before, yeah. for some reason, Gaelic has an exemption where there could be a junior Gaelic match between Clune and Cool and fucking... <laughs> Bon and Adden or someone, you know what I mean? Bunnies. But for some reason, we, you know, like, I don't know, I think... Like, That's kind of the issue I have, though, because the Gaelic is no different than junior football. No, absolutely Even not. at a higher standard, yeah, yeah, like, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, the like, rugby, like, you know. The time we came back, everybody was playing everything at the same time. There was rugby on, there was Gaelic on, there was soccer like, on. You're not getting tested if you're playing a Gaelic match. No. You're not getting yeah, tested yeah. if you're playing a rugby match. Yeah. You're definitely yeah. not getting tested at a junior football match. No. You know. Tested for a few things. You're <laughs> You'd love to see a drug test before a junior football game. All them great teams over the years. <laughs> but uh, I know, touching Glenview, you, touch, you're touching your father there as you yeah. pass him. He was such an influence on you, I'd say, was he? Oh, he was. Like you were everywhere with him and, yeah. and Glenview and the pitch. Like, I think it's kind of a hidden secret, Fort Hill. It's named after him now up there, isn't oh, it? Oh, Boyle Park, yeah. But like, People don't even, I don't think people know there's a kind of half a little track and a Gaelic pitch and all up there. Like yeah, it's I, no, the track in the last couple of months has been getting a lot of use. Derek right. McDermott brings up um, his kids' crowd. Colry Gaelic are using it for running. So it's a um, nice... Um, yeah, and it's I a think nice the Lettuce Club are going to start coming up. It is, it's a good tribute it's at the end tribute, of it. It's a tribute, sir, yeah. Um, you don't really realise it till you get older because I, I'd be on the pitch as well thinking, like, you know when you're trying to argue with the manager but it's your father. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember one of the games, said, Jesus Christ, father, and he turned around and he looked at me I was like, oh, I'm getting no dinner when I go home. <laughs> you know, but it's just that, like... Some, cha- some change around from the original Fort Hill pitch. Oh, it is. We used to always, that's where we played yeah. for Cartron. We would... Well, FBC or... We never, no, but we never had a pitch for Cartron either, so Cartron I... Cartron Cowboys, don't forget the <laughs> name. <laughs> 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 Our underage, we used to have to play, we would have played on the hill because right. there was no pitching Gartron. Like, you know, the boys won the All Ireland that time, they were yeah. playing out in Clinton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, all right. There was never a pitch built at Gartron, but I like found, found memories of the old. I, I prefer that pitch, and it's not <laughs> just because, you know, you're used to playing on it. 
Just something about it, you know. Yeah, yeah there was Europe. something about it. I know it was kind of slanted in the... Kind of. But it wasn't a bad surface. No, the surface is always good. Yeah. It's like, I tell you, one of the best surfaces in the town is out in Calvary of Trend on it. Lachine, is that the name Lachine, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's a waste of a pitch. Yeah, we've we've played played Claire Rovers. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. MCR used to have one there in the title? Karnamata. I, I was out there a couple of weeks ago just for a look at it because, you know, to see what it's like. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, a bad shape. I haven't been there in Where years. Where is that? Karnamata. If you just go straight out uh, by, is it Bill Owen's shop or whatever yeah, it used to be? Yeah, it's somewhere there between, I could never remember where it was. I don't. I wasn't driving at the time, but it was always, it's there on the way somewhere around the Holy Well somewhere, isn't it? It's, no, no, oh. if you go straight out the shop, or I think it's a vet now, is it? Yeah, if you go yeah. straight out, maybe about a three or four minute drive, there's a left turn and it looks so like you're going nowhere. <laughs> no. But Jinx is cross, no? No, it's, yeah, no, I, I, I know you're on a rabbit hole here. Yeah. 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 If, if, if you went out there, you, know? you might never come back. <laughs> Western Rovers out there yeah, at the, bowl, the, West, the, oh, the That's bowl, a great pitch. That's an unbelievable. You know, actually, it's a good note. Well, it has been a few years I've played it. I think it was the wind, never staying at Cliffney Celtic surface. It's all weather. But um, no, it's a lovely tribute, isn't it, up there? That like, is. It's, 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 like, good. it's uh, just it's a hobby community as well, in a way, isn't it? When you you put in so much effort, and again, like you don't really see it. Yeah. Murder, you know, because you're involved with Cartoon, but like when you get a kit ready, oh, yeah, gear yeah. ready, money ready, clean the dress rooms, you know, clean it up after, Line clean the around pitch. the light in the pitch. So I, got, I got stung last year when we were playing a friendly game against Strand and it just started pissing rain. I was like, and I just came from a meeting. <laughs> you were in a suit, were you? Yeah, and I delayed the pitch. I was like, oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> but like, it's, I suppose that's the part of football that people don't see and then like, people can complain, oh, this, uh, you know, they're not doing great or they're winning or there's always some issue, like, you know. But people, when you have to win and do it yourself. Like, I can't see yeah, anybody yeah. that wants to go in and watch 20 jerseys, socks and shorts, turn them from inside out, back to front. You know, yeah, I'd set like, them up. But the good thing, like about what I would say <coughs> about O'Boyle Park, is at least like that's there forever. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like we always had the issue in Cartridge is that we never had a pitch, uh, yeah. and there was nowhere when the estate was built, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Do you know there was no, there was never any proper green area put, and like you know we can't we I remember. I think Cartridge played out in Sehan. That that's where I would have started yeah. junior football. And then I remember going to a game. Just if you look at um, just at the crossroads there where uh, Mulberry Park is. Into the left, there used to be a pitch. No, I, I couldn't tell you if Cartron played on that. Yeah, yeah. I know there was a oh, pitch here. I know we're on about. Yeah, yeah. We, we went from, we started in Sahan and went to Clarion Road. Yeah. Played in Clarion, so we played in Clarion Park for the time. But like, that, now, was, that was a great pitch. That was a great pitch. Yeah, it was. Because we played you, it with the tech league. Yeah, you know? but it used to flood one side yeah. of it. One side of it used to always flood. We could never get it right. And that's actually why we ended up yeah. with, uh, leaving there. But. Yeah, no, like at least that's what I always think. We, like you will always have like there's two oh, great, yeah. great soccer pitches there now. Yeah, which yeah, is probably fantastic. something you know. Well, what the plan is, hopefully in the future, and hopefully not the too distant future, is the running track we're trying to get turned into an indoor hall. All right. So that there's a proper running track indoor that you'd have maybe you could get some European kind of yeah, yeah. Um, or Irish trials there because instead of having people go from Limerick or Cork or wherever they go to Dublin. Get that done properly and have an astro turf put in inside, so you'd have an indoor astro to train. That'd be excellent. And you have the running track around it. Now there is plans in place, but. It comes down to trying to get the right sort of um, whether it's funding or just yeah, yeah. the right person to run it. You just know? if only you had someone in City Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody know, guy? <laughs> no, very good. But you're talking about pitches. See, Strand are putting the scoreboard up and they're putting seats in a new stand there the other day. Like serious development as well. Kilgaster after doing that as well. Yeah. And it's grown. They, they, they had a big uh, stadium out there or a stand anyway, but. Just started selling off seats, and I think it's doing fairly it's well. It's good yeah, to yeah. see, isn't it, though? Like, because yeah. well, they're back now as well. Like, it's yeah. like, so I mean, you went out there if you turn right there at Ballasadere, and it's grown. There was no team out there yeah. for the last two years when uh, Tomorrow Tomorrow Villa, Villa went, yeah. so 
you know, like it's too big of an area not to have a I, soccer. I can remember when there was four leagues and like we were going to have the Clown Lacou. Yeah, all like there's so, so many. Yeah, you there's know, so many wild places that. Chapel Rovers, Chapel Lava, Lava United. Lava United. Sure. Eclair had a team. I, I'll give you one about Lava. I'll give you one about Eclair. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder about Claire with Barrett Fulham, I don't mention it. Glenview's <laughs> <laughs> first ever game was against Lava. Right. Right. Now, I know where the pitch is now because I'm a bit older and I've been out there. But like, when we were young fellas, you're going out to the pitch and you're getting a bus out to Lava, like, in all fairness, you know. But um, that was the first game that Glenview ever had and it was 2 2. But Dodo McLaughlin was playing it. He was one of the most excellent players. All the McLaughlins were excellent players. But Dodo was just special. Like, I remember him playing and Glenn Shannon when Glenn was younger, you know, like. He still looks the same, but <laughs> like, he never changed in his area of positioning. Like, he'd score a goal out of anywhere. I think when he was about 14 or 15, he was playing in um, seven-a-side tournaments, and he was getting like 10 and 11 goals. Like. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing him young as well, up the hill, and yeah. just yeah. outrageous. Playing with him was unreal. Like, you, know, you give him the ball, and you make it run, and he'd set you up out of nowhere, or he'd score a goal inside the six-year box from nothing. You know? Eclair. Eclair. That's the other one. <laughs> He's just... I had an injury for nearly a year over a game out there. And it was the first time I wanted to punch the head of a referee. <laughs> There's been numerous since I took over managing, right? <laughs> oh, man, we were like, you know yourself, when you're playing, you know, I played against you when you were yeah. with... Um, Keyside and the boys. Keyside was the, Do you remember that goal I got against you? Yeah, I'm actually going to bring that yeah. up. <laughs> I just said I remind you Me and Barry Dwyer said, oh, we thought we had you quiet all game. We had an absolute whopper volley from... Did the Dwyer play for Keyside as well? Yeah, the yeah, centre yeah. circle. Just inside the set, yeah. such a volley. Like he's let him show he's not going to do in here and bang. One second into the second half, or the first half of injury, or extra yeah, time. Yeah, extra time, yeah. 90 minutes, none of us did anything. It was the worst yeah. game of all, but <laughs> it was brutal. It was a Wednesday night, it was during the week, yeah. It was getting yeah. dark, like, and it's absolute. <laughs> it was a cup semi final, could have been. Yeah, and it was 1 0, that was yeah. the only. You know, absolute rocket, yeah. That's a jig hit. Who was the ref, anyways, in a clear? Yeah, oh, I don't want to name him <laughs> <laughs> because I had a run in this year with him. <laughs> He's still going. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> ah, come here. It was his first game, but I, I just don't understand how sometimes <laughs> referees get first games when they're like, they should do maybe two years junior, or under age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the game out there, your man came in from behind me, give me two foot of tackle behind the knee. And I picked him up and I was strangling him. Right? But like, it was a junior football match. A lot of people have to go to work the next day. And in my case, I was, you know, at night time, like, you know. Yeah. It's still the same thing. You're not like, it's nearly six months by the time I was there walking properly. Jesus. And, but we had played them again then up the hill just when I came back at the end of the season. And um, the same fella tried to fucking nail me. Serious? Yeah. Target on your back. No, but I don't know if you know Diner. Yeah. Adam, we nephew Adam, of mine. Yeah. Or not nephew, a cousin ran up to him. I, I bust your head and I'm only about 14 playing. I was, Adam, will you go away? <laughs> but um, like, the likes of having them, they're always great to have out there, but like when referees are kind of making personal things in a game, yeah, it doesn't help, you know? Do you see even a clear story, no? No, I've got a clear story. I remember no, I playing out there with Keyside. I think it was some coke. Tiny pitch too, wasn't it? Yeah. You can nearly throw from one end to the other. We're doing a drain up the, on one side of the pitch or something and it's a big hole. And Kizzy O'Hare went to get a ball and I didn't <laughs> see the hole. It disappeared. <laughs> oh, I think it was a good four foot drop. He was gone. Ah, such a bit of crack. You know Kizzy, you'd be taking oh, the yeah. sun anyways. Uh, <laughs> That's Kizzy was down at the Sligar Leitrim game. That's the only... I was oh, going to mention it earlier, the underrating all iron final. That's the one fella I can remember. There was a bus. I, yeah, I remember Kizzy O'Hare came running over after he won it. Brilliant. They're the stories you want, wasn't it? They're, they're, they're ah, yeah, yeah. I think the stories you want is the, the 10 cans after it in the pub where yeah. the goal that you scored from 10 yards out became 30 <laughs> yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> McLaughlin, right? Got this goal against Carrick Town. Well, you can bet to an L now, in all fairness, it was an excellent goal. A um, couple of minutes left, he got the ball at the half a lane and he must have ran maybe 10 or 15 yards, maybe played a 1-2 and hit one outside the box. 
But after the six pint, it was nearly I took it from the half when he bet four. <laughs> Lobbed the keeper. Now it was a bullet in at the top corner, like you know, you no denying that, but it was it does it changes yeah. us as the day goes on. We had yeah. actually after we play after we lost the manor this year in the cup final, you know, we were last five one, we were all pretty mm. down or whatever. But I said, look, as I said, by tomorrow when we're having our few pints, I said five or six o'clock, it'll all be forgotten about. Uh by three fifty three usually we're crowning ourselves super league champions, but by three fifty three the next day we'd start drinking at two o'clock. At three fifty three we were wondering after winning the FEI Junior Cup and getting into the FEI Cup proper, would Fee will be eligible for us to play against Rovers? <laughs> and that's, that's I said, no matter what you're feeling tonight, lads, like we're all, you know, we're all pissed off at the way it went. But the next day, you have a few yeah. pints in the end. So that's what it's all about. Really. Joy's a yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. We were on McHugh, you know, on McHugh when McHugh scored a goal against Carrick. We were, we were round in. We were losing 6 0. And uh, you kept that key goal, Michael Keegan, like, come on, bring me on, coach, bring me on, give me a chance. Go, oh, go on there. McHugh was actually good enough footballer to come, but he just didn't do the shite. So, first touch, ball comes in, and McHugh scores. So, 6 1, it goes in the last minute, and down to the corner with the Robbie Keane celebration, the cartwheel, <laughs> and the guns all, and the whole team gone down with him in slight cleansmans, and Brucey and all boys playing. And she went buck wild, and the carry boys were like, what is going on here? Yeah. He <laughs> ended up in the beer for <laughs> two days after. <laughs> Who put the ball in the car, Rick? <laughs> 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 Few good stories there. No, that's good. So when when did uh, I know you said it was short enough, but when did Rovers come calling Gino? Oh, what was it two thousand and eight? Two thousand eight. Yeah, I think. Uh, Who was in charge? Rob McDonald was there first. Oh yeah, Rob McDonald. And things were going all right, but I, like the difference between when I was at Cork and when I was at Rovers. When I went down to Cork, I was like 14 and a half stone. Right. You know what I mean? I was running maybe 5k in so you're 20 fight, minutes. That's your fighting weight, is it? If you're in top, top nick. I wanted to put another stone on. At 14 stone, I was in great shape now. Like, there was a pair of bag of bones running around the place. So, yeah. you know, you're looking back at a picture like, who's yeah, your right. <laughs> I'm three of me now, like, you know. But it was like, when I went out to Rovers, fitness was nowhere near it should have been. Um, and a lot of that came down to, I, uh, I stopped swimming for, uh, you know, years. Like, swimming is... It benefits you so much for your your fitness and your anaerobic capacity. Show swim, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Very good. But um, I was in only in the Summerhill, Robert Cadman. <laughs> you know, like, but when you were doing 50 lengths with him on a Monday after a feed of pints, you know, if that doesn't get you fit, what will But like, when you, like, I was going down to Cork and you did all that kind of training, but then you go to Rovers <coughs> and you go out. Okay, it was only maybe, if I was 15 or 20% as fit as I was going down there, right. that was it. Got a couple of games. I didn't score in the first team, but I scored with the under twenty ones. Um, first game was a free kick from about forty yards. <laughs> I scored that. I couldn't believe it. So I stepped up to take another one, and they're still looking for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, no, it was a good experience. Who would have been around the first team that stage? So was it just when Cookie was taken over? Yeah, 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 I was. Uh, self, you know, I tell you, Chris Turner was there. He was a good player. Um, nice. Keith Foy was a funny fellow. <laughs> <He's> a <laughs> crazy. Um, follow me on Twitter or Instagram. It's like, <laughs> I, I, uh, we were trying to go on for an interview because he's a character. Like, yeah, he is. So I followed his Keith Foy on Instagram. And I was like, Oh, he followed me back. And I go, He's, he's uh, built a restaurant in Florida now. <laughs> and I was like, What are you on about? <laughs> and I like, doesn't sound like it. I go into it. And I go, Yeah, I went to say this pure expensive restaurant. And I went into his profile photo. Nah, it's some yank. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's playing it or managing known the he's Leicester managing, Senior League. Yeah, he's managing Bluebell or he manages is one of the bigger teams anyway. All right, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got a great brain on him, though. Yeah, he's great. I was a great player. She was with Nottingham Forest, like, yeah, in yeah, fairness. Yeah. He obviously, he was good. Your man, um, was it Faz was playing? Faz Kadosovic. Yeah, he was a really good player, like, but Raf, kind of the best yeah, of the whole yeah, lot of them. Yeah. You know, he's been the best local player there for and still obviously going. decades that he's still going, like, you know, yeah. but he was on the course with us with Dykes. <coughs> you know, and so was McTiernan. 
Gary Rooney, when, when Gary Rooney was fit, man, there, as a central midfielder, there's not one person with a list of boots. I think so, yeah. I'm Just with his, with his vision. He had touch, everything. Yeah, yeah, vision, yeah, yeah. touch, passing, awareness. Um, and he just knew how to play football. I was playing, uh, you know, when we used to play with the Village Inn yeah. in the pub here. Yeah, we yeah. Rooney was playing with a team there all the time. But I was playing left back, but I swear to God, after about three minutes, he went, <laughs> that's <laughs> the guy. So He's he, he standing out on the left wing, right? Yeah. And just <laughs> ping this ball. Right? And the whole way, where am I? I got away from the mic where the whole way is the ball's coming. It's like, I'm getting that, I'm getting that. <laughs> and then it just dropped just over your head. But he must have done it to me about six times. Yeah, like, oh, the back's at me. Mickey, get me off. <laughs> Mickey didn't think about think about you. Oh, he was excellent, man. Especially on like we trained every day. You know. Well that's the difference, isn't it? The fitness naturally yeah. comes in, like, isn't it? But it, you can have all the fitness you want. But the brain, the brain, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. it still do that course? Is that course still going? No. I think yeah, Steve Feeney runs it. It's um not as much football as he used to be. It's um I think it's more Educational course basis now as well, just so that you get an education at the end of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Running with the football league, Clive Summers at the time was Paddy, Lord rest Paddy Conlon. He was on it. And if you did something wrong, oh my God, you got nailed. <laughs> Even if you're on his team, he'd still bust you with that. <laughs> you know, I know, he was excellent. Dykes really had the pick there, and that's when I go back to kind of the impact Dykes had on junior football. That, yeah, like you, yeah. you look at that Abbey team, kind of they went from Abbey to City to Carberry. Yeah. You know, Is it a lot of thought he's not involved in some way still, or? I think, is he something to do with Baron Mallard? Is he gone? Is he still is there? He back yeah, up there? Okay, I'm yeah. not sure. I, I uh, thought he was managing something, but he, he runs the course now instead of his father, Kevin. But like, he, he had a massive impact on junior football. Keith Cardi as well. Like, what a striker. <laughs> You're Cardi naming out some course. absolute <laughs> crack when you think of it, when I look back, like... But like, I remember, like... When Such I, players. <laughs> when I started, I was, was probably 2002. Now, that was, there was four divisions that time. We're going to have to do a separate show on your junior soccer career. Well, so it's only... Well, I was just going to say, like, if you start in 2002 and you finish in 2002... <laughs> it went 02 to 05, and then I scored... It Saipan. I scored, I scored a goal three years ago for Cartridge United as well. That went down That's in the history right. You did, yeah. Um, but no, like, I played, I would have played with Ross Point starting out. Yeah. That was our first junior team. But their team was outrageous. Oh, like, man. Lowry... Yeah. Alan Henry, Dave McDermott, like all these sort of players were overs. Like Dave McDonough was a great player. Gavin McDonough, yeah, like yeah, loads of it was. Do you know like this? And, but like we were, that's what I'm saying. We were coming up the divisions, do you know. And they got yeah. to the Super League. And what happened with a lot of teams when they got to the Super League? It just oh like, yeah, falls apart, the most things that happens is just yeah. you just like when the boys were in full flight, <coughs> and then they got the addition of. And I tell you, like all the Kelly brothers were deadly, but Darren could play with them as well. Darren Kelly, yeah, he yeah. manages Mervyn. though. he was yeah. another excellent player. But th- like that time, you'd be in like. The second division, and like you'd have the likes of Boyle down there, Strand yeah. down, you know what I mean? That was the second division at the time. There was because there was probably three or four really good town teams oh, at the was, time, yeah. as well as a good few country teams as well, like Manor as well. Corey Bowles were fucking massive. Corey was good. Yeah. Like, that's like when the Rooney's. Think, like, that. I think Corey had four teams there at one stage, <laughs> and like do they have a team? The no, one the, team now. Like, one know? team now, yeah. Yeah, it's like another team gone. Yeah, it's, like, like that's when you go through all of them. I think that's where the interest wanes. I think it is come back. I, I definitely from well, maybe it was just a cold bounce, but it is there is an interest coming back. Yeah, I think there's, there's like there's an interest. We're going to push it anyways as well. Yeah, we're going to push it. <laughs> yeah. Is that an interest because there was nothing to do because of COVID? That's yeah, yeah, that's it. You don't COVID know. Yeah, gone in yeah. six months time. Yeah. And as well, them games that were on were during the summer. They weren't fucking freezing. Freezing yeah. on freezing the morning. Yeah. Yeah. We played a couple of weeks ago. And like how the game went ahead, literally. It that, was bucketing down. That was the, the last morning. The last, the last morning, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. We were out the wind, it. yeah. I remember. We were out tweeting, Anna. Tweeting how that was on. Oh, it was outrageous. Like, out, Anna was outrageous that day. But I remember the following Sunday. Hmm. The sun was shining. I was looking out, out at the back over the time. Like, it was it? just perfect. Like. But that day was wild. Yeah. I don't think there should have been games I, on I prefer it. I remember a game against Colry. Really windy and raining. We, we went on a great run. I think uh, winning games. Carl Boyce was training us. You know, so we fit as a fiddle. 
and winning games 3-1 you know last couple of minutes we scored the goals but I don't know who hit the ball it was one of those old umbro balls really thick <laughs> and it was windy rainy I knew I was getting it so when I jumped I just turned me back well, I'm not messing with you the track of the umbro sign was in me back for about three months <laughs> I was going to get sponsored by umbro I was like Jesus Christ man it was the sorest thing ever <laughs> so I can just stay away from the walls now where you started the game a bit of experience why didn't you jump <laughs> I remember about I'd say it was about 07, 08 we were playing it was Cartron against Glenview at the time I think we were probably both in the sec well it would have been the Premier League at oh, yeah. the time but whatever happened Jerry Norman was away and I don't know who else was in charge but I somehow ended up managing the team up there <laughs> but it was the same thing like we would have had like Fergus Hoare and yeah, Roland Foley like you know great, player, great like great players but I think it was two all and I was getting texts I think my brother was actually managing the team at the time and he was away somewhere but I was getting these texts saying, do this, do that, do that. And I thought, ah, two all up the hill, you know, it's a good result. Yeah. Last minute, the buck with a header. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking hearts, Gino. Breaking hearts at three o'clock in the morning as well as some nights. I tell you, the door. I, How I, is the door? You must have some <laughs> tales. I have. Kind of, I step back a, buff, a, good bit, uh, a good bit from it now. Yeah. Um, the year as mayor was kind of harder when you have to try and do the door. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Because, like, if something, I tell you, when I was the, de- the deputy mayor, there was a big brawl in the car park. <laughs> And I was choking this fell out, and your man was covered in blood. And I'm pretty sure Fio made a walk by me at the time. I wasn't sure. <coughs> what sort of a sign is that if people come in and see the deputy mayor choking a fella? You know, like if you were to turn around, there's the deputy mayor. Like, you know. Hello. <laughs> have you got a vote? Have you? Yeah. Are you registered? <laughs> You'd know all about that. <laughs> but um, no, I just think when you're on the door and you're in a public position like that, it was especially the way it was going because. Evening times, then you had to stop people from going in because the pub was kind of booked out and people would be complaining. I was like, Yeah, yeah. You know, fair brain is a good boss down there. Um, so I really have no complaints. I might put it off. Best, best story. I couldn't. I'm telling you, if I told you the best stories. <laughs> we have no bosses, Gino. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but I have a wife at home. <laughs> what were you saying with Clancy? Oh, we texted Clancy uh, last night and said, uh, did he have any run-ins that we just said? Did they ever kicked out? He goes, no, no, I, I, I've nothing, I've no stories, but you might tell us otherwise. Oh, he was put out a couple of things, if I'm not mistaken. Did he work under Riverside for a while? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. Long time ago, no? He could have for a while, I don't know. I, I'm not sure, but I, I know we had to put them out one night. There was Definitely a bit of a brawl. I, don't... Um, I was never put out in there. Well, I don't think I've been put out now. I've been in some... Put, wait a minute, put out of where? Carbo. <laughs> what about the Leitrim? He was here. People seem to forget about then ten, the ten years I was up there. You know, it doesn't count at all. Yeah, I haven't been out of the I know you've been out of the too. Mainly by the love doctor. <laughs> One of the things about the wrestling, I have to go back to this. It is um, all these clowns from Dublin were on about coming down and interfering in the show. What? The first one, like they were sick. That you know, fellas were just putting on a show, but when they were going through it, oh, like actual wrestler fellas. Oh, wrestlers and ah, fans. Stop. I swear to God, like fucking brilliant. I, I no. Because it was about five years ago, I deleted them out of me, um, the inbox for the SEW yeah. page. Down. <laughs> then, like, but if you heard the shy talk of them, I was like, you're running a show. And, like, it's not as a case that we didn't do any training. Like, yeah, if we didn't know yeah, training, yeah. they'd be like, why, fuck, you know. But uh, <laughs> when they're going through the pictures, they, they call love, he looked like a disgruntled farmer. Like, you know, <laughs> I even tortured about that the whole day. <laughs> he said, why don't let's come down here, I'm knocking them pick out the ring. <laughs> Right down during the show, it's like it's like when, when WCW invaded WWF or something. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do you know the funny thing about it? After the second one, they messaged me and asked us to do a collaboration. Fuck off. Yeah. Ah. No, in all fairness, we would have, but it's just yeah, 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 yeah. over the train. You That's know. Um, in Love's wrestling match, the first one with Jinxie, right? 
You give Jinxie a choice then. Who was Jinxie? Ric Flair. Mm. Mick Flair. Oh, was 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 <laughs> 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 he was deadly for me. He was all real. And especially the match when you think like he body slammed love, love 20 plus stone and Jinxie about four and a half. You know, to pick him up and drop him, like, you know. And he played that part to a T. He was brilliant. He chopped in the corner from love now. Oh, oh man, they like. A cold chest. <laughs> we did them for a while, the first training session. Oh man, they're the sorest. <laughs> I tell you a couple of stories about the rest of this, but after this one. But like in that wrestling match, there was no practice for Jinxie to take a choke slam. Right? Like, because it was just, it was too dangerous. Jinxie broke his neck. The tombstone was far more easier, like you know, because like, you're not impacting on his neck; it's you're holding him up. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Love just picks him up out of the blue. I remember looking at it; it was like pan zoom. I was like, "Oh Jesus, he's dead!" Because like when he hit him, like Jinxie bounced backwards. The wig came off him. The wig, yeah. And Love goes to pin him, and Jinxie's mother looking at him, like knowing that he's broke his neck, and I think he has a, a steel kind of something in his neck, steel pin in his neck, and I'm like, "Jesus, he's dead." <laughs> So Love is telling him, you better kick out of this. I the two so after this. So he kicks out of it, right? And you can see him because I looked at it the other day. I found the USB with a heap of videos on it. But you see Jinxie crawling trying to put the wig back on him. Everybody laughing thinking it's a joke. You know, he practiced There was no practicing for the post on He just, he didn't do it. And Love just came out of the room and gave it to him. Oh, that is excellent. <laughs> we were training in the church. Like, we trained, to be fair, considering or compares to some fellas training, we trained on a wooden floor. Like, you know, you took all the bumps on a wooden right, floor. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, suppose it gets you used to taking a bump on the end. When you go into a ring, it, it feels a lot softer, like, you know. But I think, was it uh, <coughs> Mickey McDermott underneath when the boys do the, is it kickboxing? Underneath St. Joseph's Church. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had. Um, they had a big tyre, you know, to be training under. Now, this is kind of Easter bank holiday weekend. We're in the indoor hall training, banging around the place, and love comes running at me with a huge tyre. <laughs> and the priest comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? I was, oh, Jesus, Father, I'm sorry. And love had just fired the tyre at me. <laughs> so you see it rolling by the priest, and him standing there looking at us like that. Oh, you couldn't, I swear. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. I'd say there's more tales. I know, I tell you, it was one of the most enjoyable experiences. Uh, and I never had a pen on my back after doing it. My well, back is killing me now lately. What was asked Ash with the hillbillies on tour, the Sligo GA buses? Oh, my God. If that wasn't some of the best times I've yeah. ever had. Oh, man. It's guys we, we, we were out the night before it, most yeah. of the time, till 8 in the morning. You go home for an hour. You're back on the bus. Dermot had opened the bar. I don't even know how Dooley let us onto a bus. <laughs> You know. for you, which he goes, he. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that. <laughs> and we put, I tell you, the guards up in uh, Castle Bear. I won't name the fella that brought this kind of, uh, you know yourself, you're in a pub that's there 3,000 years and there's a picture from the, the first fella that made the pub or pulled the first pint. That's what it was. And this fella went up and put a fist through it. <laughs> and I tell you, if I told you a man, you'd take a stroke, you'd be like, there's no chance he did that. You know, so we all go bolting. We're on the bus. The cops pull us in and ask Paul Fox, the driver, have you seen any lads from Sligo? He said, was there a group of them running? And they says, yeah, they went that way. <laughs> and off he drives. I was all, oh, Jesus. Foxy. <laughs> oh, man, we had some good crack away, like, you know. I don't think you'll get that again for a while. No, yeah, no chance. You know. If you look back at the 2007 kind of finally paying the goals, it's all, whenever oh, yeah. the score, it's all even. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking brilliant. We, we like to take credit for keeping the Sligo thing going that day because yeah. we didn't stop from the first minute till the last minute. Matty Verdon, I don't think he was out of the Matty spring Verdon. for the day. Big G aficionado. <laughs> the last final, I think, was in 2015. They were in 2015. Yeah, yeah. We brought Verdon with us. And we had told him, 
Uh, Jim Roscommon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon, if you're not here at six o'clock, we're going, right? So we ended up leaving, left him. And some other fellow told him, if you're not here at eight o'clock, we're leaving you. So they left him. You ended up having to get a taxi back to Sligo. Yes. <laughs> Michael Coyle. Michael Coyle was lost in Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Lost in Boyle. What it was like, you know, it was, we stopped, obviously, to go to the toilet. Only in Boyle, half an hour up the road. Michael Coyle gets out and thinks we were going to a pub. He gets into a pub. We pass no heed. About an hour and a half up the road, because there was a long tailback. The mother rings me. She said, well, I was like dying. Was, well, you know. She said, you're missing somebody. I'd look around the bus. I was, no way. He left fucking Michael Coyle and Boyle. <laughs> oh, shit. So he rang your mum? Yeah. Did he ring your mum? Yeah. <laughs> he would have had me father's number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father was on the bus with us at the time. But um, it was the greatest scene. It was like something out of um, a film. One of the boys, I think it was Pat Ward, he, he passed away now, but he, he picked him up and Boyle and drove him up. So like about 10 minutes into the game, yeah. like you know yourself, the kind of final is wedged. Yeah. The whole crowd parts. <laughs> Like the Red Sea and Michael Coyle flows through the middle of it. <laughs> and the whole place erupts. <laughs> People were celebrating and thought it was a goal. Right? <laughs> and Michael Coyle th- comes tumbling up. It was the funniest. Oh, that's brilliant. So on the way back, we sang literally for half an hour, Michael Coyle was lost in boy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, the drums and all, the big, the big flag and all. He'll we're missing the flag, actually. If anybody has the flag, you might give us a shout. Where do you reckon that went? I don't know. <laughs> the, I, I think Darren Melly had it. I could be wrong. Cal, Cal thinks Melly had it. Right. Um, the drums ended up, I think they found their way back to Verdon until somebody put a foot through them in ah. the second game. <laughs> the game up to Dublin. Oh, That's crack. when they were left up there. Fucking good crack. Uh, what else, Lance? You got a few questions that were sent there in? There was a few questions. I asked you one up there. I yeah. think you've, you've covered one, the Cork City one, and it's a shooter put in. Shooter. Oh, shit. Paul Kelly. Shooter Paul, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul. He's Paul the Shooter Kelly now on Twitter. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Paul the killer I have a quick one here from it's nothing really to do with anything but uh, (laughs) it's from uh, Shady McGee Um, this week we want to know would the lads Gino included take a COVID COVID vaccine if it guaranteed 100% effectiveness but had one side effect the growth of one extra big toe on each foot or an extra thumb on each hand so I'm assuming they're saying the actual vaccine doesn't work (laughs) but you have to take this vaccine where you can have a big toe or an extra thumb Hey, everybody could do it an extra toe sometimes. Yeah. 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 So we take the toe. We take, we take it. I take, an extra, I take an extra toe ahead of a thumb anyways. I have one here now. Uh, Give me a thumbs up. <laughs> so good afternoon. My question is for Gino. Have you ever had to perform a suplex on a troublesome customer while bouncing or in your uh, while either bouncing or in your role as the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Not in me role as mirror. <laughs> but on the door, there was plenty of suplexes handed out. Chalk slams, fellas put through a door. If you, if you had to suplex one counsellor from your time. <laughs> oh, I couldn't end. Because, do you know why? One wouldn't be enough. <laughs> okay. We're sh- who are we saying? Who, hot, hot wrestlers are counsellors. Yeah. So, you're... <laughs> Like, oh yeah, Goldust, who would be? We heard Thomas Shari was Goldust. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Ross, who else did you say? I don't even think I can. <laughs> I can't even think of any counselors. <laughs> well, well, you look at the age. Bree could be Flair all day. Oh, yeah. Declan Bree. You know what I mean? Woo! Woo! Yeah. Jesus, uh, yeah. Martin Baker could be uh, Bobby the Brain. <laughs> you know? Be the brain, Martin Baker. That's pretty. <laughs> Don't get away just to be a wee bit of blonde hair. He do sting, no problem. 
<laughs> you know, just about the hell in a cell. That, that was the plan for the third one. We were on the Jason Kennedy secretly construct something. Get out. Yeah, but what we're trying to do now, if we ever get back, is kind of have a barbed wire thing around it. Ah, jeez. So. You need to get... There's actually a book. I introduced him. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's was in Summer Hill, like, he's... Paul Rogers and him. Oh, his father would have taught in the tech. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. yeah. He's a wrestler in England now. Who's he fuck? Called the Solomon Lamb. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd send you the link. It's, it's, but he's... <laughs> It's like he's taping by wire to his head and like headbutting people. <laughs> it's yeah, it's you, extreme stuff. Like when you're doing it, you don't feel, after it you feel pain. Like I woke up the first time we did it, I was like black and blue all over. I was like, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> you know, but like when you're in it, like, <coughs> shammy. I asked my brother in the Royal Rumble and Adam McLaughlin as well. Royal Rumble, yeah. Brilliant. I had, like the one thing I said, like, my neck is sore because at, or Michael had hit me in the throat with a ladder. Um, <laughs> right in the Adam's apple, man, you know. <laughs> He said, the shammy, just don't kick me in the neck. So straight in, he used me, his army <laughs> boot, he wore the wrong boots, stuck in my neck. I was like, Jesus Christ, the shammy, and I'm dancing on it. But Adam McLaughlin, Adam, within his age, I think it was. Was it age? Might have been age. But Aaron Callahan, do you know Aaron, he works in the bookies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he had trained with us like for six months. So we'd give Aaron kind of maybe an extended run. You have 20 minutes in Royal Rumble, do whatever you want, fire out. Such and such. Adam goes in and fires Aaron straight out. So like, <laughs> I'm getting ready to psych up because it was love, me, and whatever it was. And then um, I see Aaron coming in and I'm like, don't push it. What happened to you? Yeah, fucking cunt. Adam McLaughlin threw me out. I was loved. The minute you get in, fire Adam out. <laughs> Just so people know it wasn't personal. Not scripted. And <laughs> um, there was one more then. Uh, what's the greatest excuse you've gotten for not turning up for a game or training? Oh, stop it. Tons of them. John all straight away. Me toe is sore. <laughs> and I'm standing beside me at the match coming up late at half 11 because he couldn't get out of bed. Jesus <laughs> 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 Christ. <laughs> Our garage charters was the greatest. We were playing up in um, Castle Bear. And to be fair, Castle Bear had all the boys at the time. Kind of, Cardi was there with them. I think Barry O'Dwyer. Um, so they're the solid team. And we get up there, and Gary Charter says he's going to drive up. So I rang him kind of when we got up there. He said, I'm on the way, like, you can hear me driving and all that. Yeah. We get up there, and fucking, we're waiting. And he said, Charter's game is starting in five minutes. He said, tell you the truth, I'm not really there. I'm not going. <laughs> you fucking like me. <laughs> I'm driving the whole I'm not, I'm like, not really there. That, like, you, you were there, and then you didn't turn up. <laughs> I was like, oh man. And to be fair, we held the boys. We had Martin, Martin Farland in goals. Some excuse, I'm not really there. Yeah. <laughs> I was, man, oh. Uh, That's a great You know one. yourself, Marty. Fellas going out in the bear. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't just legislate for yeah, what's like, going to happen on a Sunday morning. The excuses did come up with. There was one, I won't name him. He bought a new TV the day before and his front door got broke. The lock was broke. So he was so afraid of the TV getting robbed. He sat up the whole night with his back to the front door. Because he's afraid someone someone had seen him in town buying the TV that day. I was going to call to the house and rob it. <laughs> I'd say if you were down to the ship in at nine o'clock, you'd probably find. You would have got him. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's the funniest thing. Fellas on the bear that day or they yeah, come up to the game. With the excuse then, but they're up looking at the game, like you know, yeah. get a pair of boots on you. you know, Nothing worse than seeing someone on the sideline going. You could just be playing. Yeah, last <laughs> you know. year. I think we had a better team on the sideline looking at it. The day we, the, the day we yeah. played you up the hill, definitely there was like 11 <laughs> fellas kind of going. What <laughs> can you do this? <laughs> right, right, Gino. Quick fire to finish up. Here we go. Just say the first answer, okay? Four lights, happy either. Four lights. Philip Rowe McLaughlin. 
Oh, definitely, Philip. <laughs> Sorry, Owen. My cousins, by the way, both of them. I love you both equally, but... Rendezvous or Connolly's? Oh, definitely, the big, the rendezvous. Gary Vogue or Toffs? Gary Vogue. Mark or Thomas Sherry? Both. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Glenn Shannon or Lee Marshall? Oh, Shannon. Shannon. And Martin or Eric Ford? Neither. Gina, <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. No problem, lads. <laughs> That was excellent. Excellent, yeah. That was a really enjoyable couple of hours there. Though. We get that out. Thanks, Gino. Yeah, no problem. Thanks very much. Yeah. I'm actually disappointed the music didn't play. <laughs> no, we'll have that on the edited version. Lads, that was excellent, wasn't it? Enjoyed that now, big time. Top Amazing. class. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I think there's a few more. We could have went for another hour. It's a oh, I could have talked all night. It's a Some name drops going in, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't get to sing the chant to them, lads, though. I'm embarrassed, so we'll sing it now, will we? Get it out. Get it out. Was it uh, Gino, Gino, Gino? Comes from the hill like Romario. He plays football, he fights in his wrestling tights. He's the mayor of Sligo. Brilliant. Excellent. That's the chant, lads. Whenever you're saying the guy of get it going. Uh, right, let's go into the dancer. Oh, the Sligo, Sligo dancer. There's a Kaylee in the tavern, come on in. When you drive the ball down the field, what are you doing? Okay, Sligo dancer time, lads. Um, I'm going to nominate straight away. Gino Boyle. Nothing else to say. Straight in there, Gino yep. Boyle. That's my one. Uh, I'm going to go a bit left field with this one. Uh, new business in Sligo. Uh, I think it's brought a uh, big good thing to the retail park. <laughs> Carol <laughs> Retail Park. I was up in... They're enthusiasts, yeah. I walked into Harvey Norman's the other day and, you know, admired the furniture section. But actually, when you walk into the electronic section... I haven't been yet, no. It's like walking into futuristic... Time and a hub. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. But there's a fridge in there. It's a Samsung fridge for three thousand euro, right? But on you've got like it's like a it's like a tablet on the front, so you can play a Spotify while you're walking around your kitchen. Um, there's a camera inside. You can look inside. What? It actually tells you when your food is about to go off. So all that like for three thousand euro, you'd probably end up making your money back by not opening the fridge door as much. <laughs> so. You're going on Harvey Norman. Sounds like a new friend as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're nominating Harvey Norman. Or Harvey the fridge. Um, I'm going to say that the 3,000 euro fridge from Harvey Norman. Right. Roscoe. Uh, for me, this week I found out something. Um, Rogantino is what I'm going for ultimately. But okay, Fabrica yeah. is no more. What? Yeah. Grand. Yeah, it's, it's no more. So oh, I love uh, the wings there. Yeah, so Rogantino is now the Fabrica building. He's the two buildings are one. Okay, so but I thought they were the kind of the same people anyways. The no? same people anyways, but they are two different... Right. So they're going to call him Fabrica Rogantino. So it's, it's all Rogantino now. So it's just Italian. Yeah. It's, hey. 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 it's so, a spicy uh, meatball. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I had a, had, a, had a lovely meal with my fiance. It was, it was beautiful. Right. That's it for me. Yeah, Rogantino. So, yeah. And, and, and now we left it late uh, booking on Saturday, you know, and uh, they were very common. Well, the Italians are always very obliging. They always said it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, I hope the one kg wings isn't gone. That's <laughs> uh, usually a great breakfast treat. We're back so, talking about food again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so it's Gino, the, the, the bridge from Harvey Norman, yeah. and Rugatinos. Okay, we're going to come back with Lock of the Week. It'll be Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Okay, lads, uh, the Moon Men were back last week. Moon Man, Ross O'Boyle. Yeah, <laughs> Ross uh, again. Apologies, Jimmy, lads. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Me and Murty came through. Flying colours. So you mentioned the first yes. Yeah, I thought the plus ten was going to come in now, um, but look, okay, what we got this week, Marty? Right, so we're back. Um, 
Ross, I let you explain your first one. You've gone away from the rugby field this week. Yeah, look, I'm just going to just uh, rebuild, uh, go again. I'm going to go for Leicester City uh, playing in Europe this week. I'm yeah. go with, uh, Leicester minus one. Hope Jamie Vardy has a party. Who are they playing? They are at home to AEK Athens. So that's even money, that minus yeah. one. Put them into my fantasy football team at the weekend. You got that 19 nice. goal. So, uh, broke the corner flag. <laughs> yeah. broke the corner flag. Yeah, now he didn't get in trouble for that. It was a, a uh, rainbow. Yeah, uh, thing. Was, he could, yeah. It was a dig at Sheffield United. As yeah, he was a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Yeah, yeah. not a dig at the, the movement. Um, Edo, you're second with the GEA field. I am sure. Why not? I got the win last week, but um, yeah, I'm going hurling, which I haven't had a great strike. With. I got goal at the first week, but then I think two losing hurling. But I want Waterford to win on Sunday in the All Ireland hurling final. They might be that far away, but Limerick are just a machine. And that training on Sunday yeah, will really yeah. stand. That's going to be really stands. They don't win now. So I'm going to handicap on that. Murphy's at four. Yeah, minus four. minus four at eleven to ten. So Limerick minus four. So Limerick minus four, eleven to ten. And I'm just going to stick to what I know and uh, just go back and against Celtic again in the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to apologise to Wardy the next time I see him. Um, but look, there's money to be made, you know. Um, so I'm going to go with Lille against Celtic. I think Lille need to win to qualify. So. Or something like that. Anyway, they're, they're eleven to ten to uh, to win the game in Celtic Park on Thursday night. So that completes our lock of the week. So it's Lille eleven to ten, Leicester minus one at evens, and Limerick minus four in the hurling on Sunday, and that will get you seven point eight two to one. Right. Let's hope Jimmy makes a triumphant return this week, lads. That we was good. Yeah. That was good. Brilliant. Enjoy Gino sure. a lot, and we'll get that out. Take care. See you next week. Good luck now. Thanks, bye bye. Tano. I'm going back. To where the beach is near, oh, the beer is dear. There's plenty of other women out of the crowd. Walking around the middle of the second, the whistle is gone. The and and smoke over is out of your mind. By the riverside, well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Oh, he's there. He's a Cotton. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.